Now entering Nerdist.com. You made it weird. You made it weird. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird. You made it weird. Yes, you did. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird with Pete Holmes. What's happening, weirdos? Just a just a wonderful episode here with uh, one of my lifelong heroes. Uh, you know, as you you know as you know him as Zach Morris, perhaps uh, from Franklin and Bash, perhaps NYPD Blue. Mark Paul Gosler. Let's get to it as fast as possible. Just a really great episode for someone who uh, wasn't familiar with the podcast. He sure did understand what we were going for, and it, and it really is a special one. This episode is brought to you by Harry's.com. Harry's offers high quality shaving products shipped right to your door. They actually gave me a razor. It is phenomenal. Their high-quality blades are engineered in their own factory in Germany for sharpness and strength, and they are half the price of their competitors. They care so much about the quality of the blades that they just purchased a 93-year-old German factory that makes them. Kits start at $15, and you get a set that includes a handle, three blades, and shave cream shipped to your door. Harry's even offers custom engraving, sorry, uh, to uh, engrave your initials on your razor. They sent me one. They engraved my initials on it. It's the best razor I've ever had. You got to check it out. Go to harrys.com to use the promo code WEIRD for $5 off your first purchase for all my listeners. Again, that's harrys.com. Use the promo code WEIRD for $5 off your first order. Uh, for anything Pete Holmes related, uh, Pete Holmes show, go to PeteHolmes.com. We still have tickets available for upcoming tapings, PeteHolmes.com slash tickets, and you can watch clips of the show. And please do watch the show. It's on every night after Conan at midnight on TBS. Uh, that's it, everybody. Enjoy the episode. Everybody at work, I just left, and I was like, uh, we had a cancellation, and you're you're like a, a a dream guest for me, so it was very. I, I'm not. I'm no no fooling. No fooling. Want to save it for the mic? Oh, we're recording, aren't we? Oh, we are. Yeah, yeah. Come on, get into it. We're always <laughs> recording. Uh, but um, so to text you and then to have you, I I almost thought it would be insulting to be like, will you please do it tonight if you can? What? And then I don't know. I said the same thing. Remember when you did the show and you're like, I'd love to do a sketch, yeah. and I was like, I don't I don't want to. Insult you? <laughs> you have to understand that something that people are probably thinking. I can't move this, can I? Yeah, I think you can. Oh, Somewhat. I'm just not go. strong enough. No, there's a varnish. You're very strong. You're, or it's you're sticky f- from your past guest. That could have been. It was a gross man. <laughs> it was a very gross man. Katie, can I get more me and my things and more Mark Mark Paul? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. But this is a funny place to start. I think you're a guy. Yeah. And you're you're an accomplished. That's a funny place to start. You're a guy, <laughs> Mark. You're Thank Mark you. Paul. You you are a fella. You're struggling with my name again, Pete. Mark Paul Gosler. You can call me MP. MPG. That's, that MPG. You know, uh, the, the people who are down with it call me MP. Just MP. MP. Okay, now we're all down with it. Yeah, we're down with it. Now there's gonna have to be because all we're these the cool kids. All these people are gonna know that now, though. Yeah, so yeah, the real cool annoying. people will call you what I called you when you were on the TV Zach, show. Yeah. No. What? Never did I. No. Nah, well, you wanted to. I sure did. <laughs> I sure did. You know, I'm trying to get. I, I actually thought about this on the ride over. I was like, I'm going to give old MP. I'd like to give you the conversation. It's not an interview. We're just going to talk. So, okay. uh, I, I, I want to try and steer away from the obvious stuff. You know what I mean? I'm sure you get it a lot. I want to talk to you today. Okay, you can talk. But honestly, I don't. I don't talk a lot about say by the way. Is that true? Yeah. Guess what? Tomorrow. This is this is how hit it. 
how uh, I guess comfortable. You know, people always ask, like, oh, he doesn't like to talk about that show. He doesn't. Well, this is. I've this- never said that. I've never said it in an interview. I've never written a book about it. Uh, I've never. Yeah. I've, I've never shied away from it. Uh, tomorrow on our set is Saved by the Bell Dress Up Day. What? And it was like no one wanted to tell me. No, you know, it's on the call sheet, right? And people are like, "Don't show my call the call sheet." And it was like this big thing. I go, "Why? When? What? Why is it not cool to talk about that show?" I, yeah. I don't get it. Yeah, and I think it's because of people in the past who are child actors. Yep. And uh, Neil Patrick Harris will punch you right in the jug. Is that right? If you no, 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 I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. He'll I don't do know. magic on you. Or yeah, yeah, he'll like do that. magic in a wonderful uh, dance. Just yeah. a wonderful song and dance. And he's man. really good at magic and dance. I know. I, I one of my jealous. dreams is to get into the Magic Castle. We pitched it as a bit for the show. It's like yeah. me and NPH go around MBG NPH, uh, and they were. Just, I love it actually that they turned us down because the Magic Castle to me is one of those institutions that should be secret yes. and like hard yeah, to get into. Not just letting any ham with a TV show get in there. So keep going. But uh, no, people I, always we're, assume we're, we're, they always assume, and and I've I've been nothing but. Uh, uh, complimentary about the show. I've I've always. Yeah. I'm not down for a reunion. Yeah. Uh, per se. Uh, but Fallon tried to get us all on a reunion. My comeback was to go on his show as Zach Morris. That was 100 my idea. That's fantastic. Uh, and I remember he was not against it, but he questioned. He did. Yeah, because he wasn't really doing. You know, his show was fresh. Yeah. Uh, in '09, I believe I did that, and he wasn't sure that that was going to translate. Like he said, but you're going to break at some point, right? And I said, no, I want to go on your show as Zach Morris <laughs> because really at that point, you you know, the internet was blowing up. There were scandals here. TMZ was huge. Perez Hilton. Yeah. I'm not going to go. Can we swear? Oh, yeah. Fuck okay. Man, yeah. I wasn't going to go fuck a whore. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't yeah. going to get uh, locked up. I don't do drugs. Right, sure. Uh, I'm pretty boring. Yeah, and yeah. I knew One of those he, boring fellas. Yeah, and I knew that he was going to throw that at me. Delivered. Still what? Have milk delivered. <laughs> I still deliver the milk. Uh, but no, I knew that he was going to bring up the reunion. I didn't want to let any, anyone down. I knew I, w- I didn't want to go on the show and go, no, I'm not going to do it. Because yeah. that, that's just boring. Not fun. So I asked him, I said, you know, can I go on as, sh- as, as Zach Morris? I knowing, can't believe. This This goes back. No, because this was, you know, I he was just finding your arm. No, not at all. Because I really did. Because I, I watched that. Yeah. Because uh, No offense to, to Kimmel, but I don't watch a lot of things and I wasn't watching him. And I watched that because yeah. I was like, that's an event. Yeah. And but I can't, I'm surprised and delighted that it was your idea. He didn't, he, he wasn't doing, uh, you know, his show now is known for bringing on like Stamos and having people sure. have fun with these characters. And, and uh, Johnny Stam, as you know him. Uh, <laughs> I would never call him that. Mr. Stamos. <laughs> Johnny Stam. Uh, but uh, I went on that show, worked with one of his writers, Mike DiCenzo, brilliant guy. We came up with an 11 page script, and that was, I, my, my, and it was again, what my request was let's talk about my name change, uh, why the name Mark Paul, because Zach Morris was already taken in SAG. Mm. So I had to change to Mark Paul. I am Zach Morris. Yeah. Uh, the other thing was I wanted to play with the roots. Uh, another thing was I wanted to do a timeout where. Wait, the, whole, the roots of your hair? We'll get back to that. But I wanted to play with the Roots, the band, and uh, I wanted to play Friends Forever. That yeah. was my idea. Yeah. And to do a timeout. A timeout. Out. A timeout. And then Mike DiCenzo worked that all into the script. Yeah. He brought up the SAT, brought up all these great uh, little trivia question uh, type um, yeah. little nuggets. Yeah, yeah, nuggets. And we had Sweet a nugs. great fucking time. And we, I, had, I was so nervous to do that because everyone that 
in, in my life that was representing me, that was kind of guiding me. I had just gotten off of uh, NYPD Blue. I was on another show called Raising the Bar, Dramas. Yeah. Didn't you I, show your butt on that one? Uh, which one? All of them? <laughs> I've, I've pretty I remember, much shown my, I've shown my butt on front Have you really? Never, never seen your butt, but I, I remember getting some butt Liar. buzz. Liar. It's true. Liar. I could goo gam and make it happen right now, but uh, but I remember being like, ooh, uh, not calling you Zach, but thinking, ooh, Zach's grown up, and he's right. on adult TV, right. being dramatic. <laughs> With the dark hair, showing that sweet, dark sweet hair. cam. And the hair. What's, did you really think that was my natural hair color? No, I, I didn't. People, because that's always the thing. So people are like, oh my God, your hair's not blonde. When was it ever blonde, first of all? It was never blonde. It, it was, was never blonde. It was white. It was disgusting. <laughs> it was like a yellow yeah. white. I, uh, you know this because we've talked about it before, is I, I, I really was uh, molded by that character. <laughs> I don't want to make you uncomfortable. It probably no, it doesn't because okay. it, was, it was a character. It was a character and it was a show. But I mean, like I was on board from Miss Bliss, you know what I mean? And yeah. I was watching and I honestly, I went to a weird Quaker school for K through 8. So I had a very atypical kind of hippy dippy, uh, you know, grade school experience. Right. And then I went to a public high school and I honestly thought I was like, it's going to be, be Bayside High. It's going to be like Bayside High. Yeah. There's going to be lockers. There's going to be congregating. Even 90210, too. I was like, where are we going to eat lunch? It turns right. out like it's At not. the Peach Pit. Yeah. Are we going to go to the Peach Pit? Are we going to go to the Max? What happened yeah. to that guy? Yeah. He used to do magic. Speaking of magic, NBH yeah. could have played him. But uh, that sort of idea well, that like – Red Dust and Diamond <clears throat> book, you would know where Max went with NPH, which is all just room. I don't know. It's, it's Steroids, it's, gay sex. Yeah, it's all in there. Oh, it's God. It makes there. me so sad. I just reread like It makes me so blog. bothered. Why? Because that's Screech. Screech. <laughs> I mean, really, really, that that saddens you. It's his eyes, you know. There's something about it. I, I look at I look at his face, and and I don't I I don't like where that ended. Uh, it ended after it en- it didn't end when I left the show. It no, I know. Yeah, Screech yeah. became the building. Eleven years of 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 TV magic. Why is he Why is he not doing fine? Why is he making uh, We don't We don't have to. But I'm just. You, it doesn't I make you sad to think well, about the old. Yeah, Screech I don't know Screech. if he's doing fine or not. I, I, D dime. I, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. But that that doesn't seem tragic to you that he's writing a tell-all? No. Accusing? Didn't he? I haven't read it. You were saying no. you reread it? I should I should read the book, but I've only read um, blogs of what he posted in the book, like the eleven most scandalous things that he right. that he said. I just re- actually reread that. Somebody sent, somebody sent that to me, and I, I read it, and I was just I just got a laugh out of it. One of them is that uh, gay gay rumors, right? Uh, there's great. Uh, well, there was gay rumors. There was uh, a threesome between uh, Tiffany and myself and the executive producer Peter Peter Ingle behind closed doors. How was that? Uh, uh, it was amazing. <laughs> At the end, when he came, it's did it say man. executive producer yeah. Peter Engel? Yeah, and, was, and then the uh, alarm bell would go off. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was it was colorful too. Yeah, his, oh, his yeah, yeah, yeah. An ice cream cone was, floated by you know that in the in the uh, credits or in the uh, opening titles. There's like a swirl that was like his sperm. Just <laughs> and I do know, I do you know. know which I'm talking about. Sunglasses, yeah, skateboard, yeah, that little swirly thing. Engel People sperm. think that that's actually the symbol that's on uh, True Detective I, on her back. I was, I was, I was gonna go. These things, yeah, yeah, I know. I was gonna go there, but that's actually his sperm. Yeah, yeah. we've cleared that up. That was also Peter Engvall. Peter Engvall is the true Yellow Engel, King, not Enville. I say Engvall. You, you do, yeah, yeah like Bill Engvall. And your part, nice. Mark Paul Gosselier. <laughs> if anyone asks, I will mispronounce Gossler. last names all day. Yeah, I know it's Gosselier. Yeah, I know. We had to reshoot your intro though because I, I know you got yep, up. I fucked yeah. it up. I actually don't think we did reshoot it because we talked about it. But who watches that show? Nobody. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's mostly for me. I think I've, uh, you know, like somebody like arranged it. They were like, Pete, uh, Pete only has a little time to live. Let's make a fantasy world where he thinks he has a show. 
You know what I mean? You're doing well. Just to humor me. See? You're doing really well. Have you ever considered that? What if, like some sort of like thought experiment, what if everyone is lying to you? Like just some sort of like almost Truman Show sort of. Like you've had a pretty charmed life. I know I know it's not been without. <laughs> charmed life. Not without pain yeah. and stuff, but it's got to yeah. have been surreal. No, I've been, yeah, yeah. It's have you? Has it ever dawned on you that maybe everyone's just bullshitting you? Maybe everyone's lying to you? No, I don't have that one. I just have the that I just turned forty last month. Happy and it's birthday! Like, yeah, thanks. And it's it, it finally <laughs> hit me like, wow, I'm forty years old. I have uh, three children. Yeah. Uh, a great wife, but I always feel like I'm. I, I need to do more. I need to do more. Like I see my peers, who some are younger, some are older, but they yeah. have. You know, you're always looking up and down, and you're never really comfortable with where you're at. Sure. And I'm. Just, I, I'm at that point where, I'm like, why am I doing this? Why? Why am I looking up and down? Why? Why aren't I just happy with my career? And we're strictly talking about career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my personal life has never been better. I mean, yeah. I'm at such a happy, stable point in that. But my career. Sure. You, know, you look at like. I should be doing more. I is should. it in the Hollywood way or is it in the artist way? Uh, I think it's in the Hollywood way. It is the Hollywood way? Yeah, because artist way, I feel comfortable with what I'm doing. I mean, we only do 10 episodes of Franklin Batch, which is kind of a bummer. And then I'm basically unemployed for eight months out of the year. I think about actors it's all the time. It's crazy. You guys should be so much crazy. You personally should be crazy. But I know you got crazy ones. They should all be even crazier as far as I'm concerned. The amount of waiting, oh, the amount of auditioning. Uh, but that, that keep going, please. No, but now I started directing. Uh, I'm just directing the episode that we're shooting right now. F and B, F and B, and I'm doing that because now, as an artist, I want more. I want to be more creative. I want to do more. That's why I reached out to you. I said, you know, let, let's do sketches. Yeah. Because in the past, I've been comfortable, and now I'm saying, you know, I'm, I need to push myself. Why are you? Why are you okay with being comfortable? So mm-hmm. now I'm starting to push myself a little bit more. And, Wanting to branch out, but you do get. I like that you not admit it. It's not something to be ashamed of. But there is something about this town, and you've been in this town a long time, over thirty years. That will, yeah, thirty years. Over thirty years. I look at my SAG card and it says a member since the eighties, and I'm like, oh, what the? Fuck? That's so fucking crazy. I'll tell you this. I, I just want to be on the same page yeah. with you. So I'm looking at your Wikipedia page. I, I just want that page needs. I, who no, the no, no. Fuck. Wrote that sharp photo. Is it a good photo? Great photo. There, I've had a battle with that photo. Heart. Somebody keeps putting in a photo from like 2000 where my face, I had zits ah. on it and I had rosacea. <laughs> it's and fucking like, Dustin Diamond. I cleared Diamond. that shit. Yes, that's It's all DD. <laughs> but I cleared that shit up, man. And it's like, yeah, no, I, no. I wanted to put on a nice photo. So I had my representation, you know, take that down, put there it up. You go. Yep. We put it up. A week later, it gets taken down. The same shitty photo goes up. I'm like, who's doing this? Why are you doing this? <laughs> well, we have some wonderful fans on the show. We will keep an eye out. Yeah, you, thanks you, a lot. We're not gonna, we're not gonna prank. We're gonna make sure yeah. the sharp current and then MPG they were photo is up. Things that I owned a vineyard, and then then there was like my father's French and my mother's yeah. Filipino, and then I had on Twitter, I had the <laughs> Filipino nation going, "We're Philip, you're a Filipino." I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm not. I'm, I'm Indonesian. And then I started questioning myself, like, is Indonesian the same as Filipino? Because yeah. So ignorant. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, is that the same? Are we brothers? I mean, well, Wikipedia is yeah. back where it began, helping us learn new things. So <laughs> yeah. you're 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 yeah. becoming more inquisitive. Yeah. But I was on your wiki page. Wiki page. Jesus. What? Yeah. I'm not. I'm trying to be Chris Hardwick. I'm on your wiki. Yeah. Walking Dead. Yeah. Uh, but then I saw. I was like, okay, he's 40. I actually, I, I'm struck that I have a, a lot of friends that are in their 40s. But then I was like, how old are you? I'm 35. See, that's where we're going. Okay. Is I was born in uh, 79. You were born in 74. Correct. So I saw that. Because when I saw 40, I'm just like, oh, he looks great. I, I, he must have been born in the 60s. That's crazy. Five, 
five years, I'll be 40. Right. And I, I didn't really do it in the, in the LA way necessarily, but I did go like, holy, holy shit. Yeah. If you're 40, that means I'm almost 40. Right. Like, but you, you get that age that you think you are. Yeah. And you hold on to it. For me, it's 22 for some reason. Yeah. I've, I've straight, I don't think I'm lying. People are like, how old are you? I go, I think I'm 25. But it's just because, Something in my ego was like, we're still in our 20s, we're still in our 20s, we're still in our 20s. What did that feel like? How, how was no, your No, I think I, for, for me, the, what did they say? Your, 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 your age and then your, uh, your... Cellular age? Yeah. Was is that, that it? Well, what do you think your age is? Oh, oh, oh. There's actually a term for that, but we're not smart enough to come up with it. Yeah, but anyway, not, everyone okay. knows what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I feel like I'm in my early 20s as well. Or I did. Yeah. Uh, and I did until I got a divorce. Yeah. And then I, I met my wife... And uh, can I just say that my divorce also aged me and threw did me? Did you have off. a divorce? I had a divorce. Really? Yeah. I didn't know you had a divorce. How long I got. Were you married? I was married for six years. Really? How long were you together? We were together for seven years. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no it, kids. No kids. Yeah. Um, and did we, you meet here in LA? Nope. We met in college. First yeah. girl that I slept with. The people that listen to the show know the story, so I'll keep it brief. Bullet points. Uh, so don't feel like bad when, no, no. when I tell you where it's going. No. Met in college. First girl I slept with. Uh, got married kind of out of an obligation. I was moving to Chicago to do improv okay. and I, I grew up religious. So I was kind of like, it was almost a little bit to please, uh, very much to please my parents, to yeah. please my mother specifically. And also to kind of quote, do the right thing. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm going to move, live with somebody. You get married first. There was no proposal. It wasn't very romantic. We just kind of decided. Yeah. Live together. And uh, then moved to New York. Really kind of like, uh, she supported me a lot. She was very, very sweet. I mean, where it's going, I'm supposed to resent her, but she was very, very, she was a good wife. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, I don't think we were necessarily like white hot in love or anything, right. but then she did fall in love with somebody else. Mm -hmm. They started seeing each other for a couple months and then they decided they wanted to get married. He was married too, double divorce. And then that's the first time I was kind of like, Oh, I'm not in my twenties. I'm like I'm like a divorced guy. Yeah. Did you have a similar thing? You and I have a very similar story. Hit it. No, I'm serious. It's it's it's. It, well, I got I met her when I was 19. Shut it. Uh, was on the college years. Right here. We talked. Me, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was a little heavy. I was a little heavy. You were a little heavy. That's was, where the roid rumors come yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was 190. I was, I was, I was off to play. Call, uh, I wanted to play football. At, uh, I was oh, off. really? Yeah, I wanted to play football. I liked it. Yeah, so I, have, I, I, have, you know, I wore a lot of denim shirts open in the front. I did. I wore. Uh, there's a picture of me online that's circulating right now of me in a, uh, overalls, denim overalls. <laughs> no uh, shirt? Overalls denim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost. It's so uh, funny. Today yeah. we wrote a monologue where I said, change sweaty overalls to denim overalls. Yeah, denim overalls. There's a picture of uh, me, a little chubby with the yeah. hair. Like sitting all, like, yeah. uh, trying to be all gangster. Look, man, somebody had to be the 90s. <laughs> yeah. We chose you. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. But, uh, I remember resenting that professor guy. I was like, Zach's the big cheese. Beat it. Professor Lasky? Yeah. Professor with, Lasky with actually guest starred uh, on my show, on Franklin and Bash, two episodes ago. Really? We had a little reunion. Uh, that's cool. incredible. Was yeah. he, he seems like a great guy. And it's I so just, funny. Like He hasn't aged in my eyes. Like He's still the same guy, and I'm still the same. But then we were talking about our kids and our yeah. wives and... The topics of conversations have just changed. A little bit, yeah. But I'm not... I, look, I'll blow some smoke. I'm a big fan, but you look exactly the same. Yeah, a little bit. It's it's troubling. Bit. Yeah. TA-65, you know, cell reju rejuvenation, yeah, blood, blood doping? A lot of work. Actually, when I did the Fallon, to go back with that, the Fallon... You're, you're I dodging the blood doping question. Uh, I've totally blood doped. Um, <laughs> sorry, what's wrong with that? Is there anything wrong with that? It's, a, it's legal in Bermuda. You go grow some I stem cells. I inject the blood of my newborn uh, into my veins. <laughs> That's much better. Yeah. 
That's much better. But uh, the hair that I, the wig that I wore in Fallon uh, was too small for me. Yeah, and it was about two sizes too small, and it it pulled my eyebrow, it pulled my forehead. Yes, and it took out all the wrinkles in my forehead. And of course, people were like, "Oh my god, look at the surgery this guy has done!" And blah, blah, blah. But it Son was actually the wig. But to go back to yes, the story, nineteen, yep. uh, 19 uh, met this girl, uh, and uh, I did not have, and we we've talked about this, uh, I, I believe, and I've done something here at the meltdown where we talked about my history with women. Mm. I wasn't fucking extras i wasn't out there um with too many girls um i could count on one hand how many people i had had a sexual relationship with and they were all fucking horrible mm. terrible Six why t- because because you're a kid i was a kid uh and i was i was sort of a kid who grew up in a little bit in a bubble yeah um, i don't mean how it's stirring you where i, I was yeah, i was 21 when, when you I had lost my sex virginity. really yeah, i was 16 yeah. 16 and it was a mess. It was, well, how, it was, was it she was also a, 16? Yeah, she was 16 as well. Somebody from the show? Have you talked about this? Uh, no, no. And I, sh- I probably shouldn't say, but no, no, it wasn't. Uh, but yeah, you, please, whatever you're comfortable with. Like yeah. I said, it's not stern. I just, I'm, I'm interested. I often yeah, yeah, ask yeah. people how they lost their and, uh, and it was But bad. it was ter- terrible. It yeah. was a jacuzzi before. Who? <laughs> <laughs> you guys know where this is going. There was an episode written in, uh, on Seinfeld about the whole thing. And it was just like, I don't know what's wrong with it. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, oh, I was you so got some nervous. Sure. And, uh, and jacuzzis wash away all it the just, natural it's things. It's gross. It's bad. It's just bad. Bad and bad. But, uh, you know, later that night we tried again and it just was like so – like that's it. It was done. Can I, can I tell you something? Yeah. I just want you to know that my first experience – I was 21. Yeah. We also – I had a lot of religious repression. Sure. So I had a really hard time turning my brain off. So it was terrible. Yeah. Everybody on the show knows it was six pumps. <laughs> this is yeah, weird. Yeah, it's yeah, weird the things yeah. people know. And I'm counting in as one and out as two. So sure, yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yes, That's yes. it. That's <laughs> it. Oh my god! Don, she have to be. I'm, I'm the only. I, th- th- I'm so uncomfortable that she's here. No, no, no. Katie knows everything about me. Okay, but no she doesn't know everything about me. That's why I'm uncomfortable. I see you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Katie, Katie is a wonderful, okay. uh, non-judgmental person. Earmuffs. Yeah. No, she, she, she's got earmuffs on. Yeah. But they're pumping the audio yeah. of this episode so she, into her head directly. But uh, so six pumps, and then we went to a motherfucking Applebee's. To get a drink, I think I probably, I think I had an apple teeny. I'm not kidding. Oh, I was a child oh. because I was like, "This will help. This will like loosen us up." A waitress at an Applebee's in Rhode Island brought me an apple teeny. She had no idea what she, the course that she was changing. Yeah, lubricating me to uh, a place where we went back, and you went back and tried you again. Tried again. It wasn't was it, any. It, it wasn't, wasn't any better. better. No, I, nope. I actually don't remember exactly what happened, but I don't think no, it got. It wasn't any better. Nope. And it was a one-time thing. We never did it again. Really? Yeah, that was it. Um, so leading up to my my ex-wife, I met her when I was 19, and it was almost the same thing. Like it was the first time probably that I had sex with yeah. someone. And uh, was I she need... a fan of the show? Was she a fan? No, of she your was. Work? Uh, no, she wasn't a fan of my work. And uh, and uh, at 19, we were married at 22. That's how I was old I was. At 22. And, and hey, yeah, I'm telling you, 22 it was very close, man. But again, I don't think it was white hot. It yep. wasn't love. I don't. I don't know. It was love, but in a different way. It wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, and this is all going to come to what where we are now yeah, yeah, in my yeah. life and stuff. But it wasn't that white hot love because I don't. I, I wasn't. I don't think I was capable of that. I was twenty two. I was. Buddy, like a, I know what I you're know saying. Where the fuck, I was. So that's the age I was through the entire uh, relationship. That relationship lasted seventeen years. But you hit pause on twenty two. I hit pause on twenty two. Buddy, it really stunted my growth. Yeah, too. totally. I'm going to put this your way. I don't know if this is what happened with you, but I called her my mommy wife. Yes, she was my mommy. Yes, wife. fucking a. I've slipped many times. 
Good mom. Uh, I mean, honey, you know, it, was, yeah. it would just come out because Calling I'd, out. I'd come from my relationship with my mother yep. into that relationship, and there was really no. There was, there was, there was no uh, – it blurred. It was blurred yeah, lines. We, and not in a good way. Not we, in a Robin Thicke kind of way. <laughs> we can't be too hard on ourselves. I, I have no, to, I don't. I'm not hard on myself at all. I does, I'm not hearing that. But I have to – was your mother – you're close with your mom? I was close with my mom, yes, uh, growing up, yeah. What, what I'm looking for is that connection of that sort of like – I drew this New Yorker cartoon once where it was uh, a guy and his girl saying to his mother, he goes, uh, Mom – this is uh, Rachel. She'll take it from here, yes. sort of thing. And that, yes. was, that was really That's exactly speaking. how kind of that a seamless transition. Absolutely, she got the ball. Yep. And then uh, she, you know, we 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 were in a relationship for seventeen years. That's a long time. Had two kids. I never evolved. I never. I never how wanted to evolve. You? I didn't. I didn't know what it meant to evolve. I was just like. Is... I was stuck in that. And people say, "Well, you fucking like seventeen years. Did you not?" Some people can't understand. Like, how does that happen? Yeah. It happened because, you know, were there ups and downs? Of course. And then you get to a point where you start working. You're successful. I was on NYPD Blue. Mm. Things happen. Kids. And all that just gets repressed. And then all of a sudden, things happen. Uh, and in 2009, I went through that the divorce. Mm-hmm. And you finally realize, oh, my God. It wasn't it, – it's, it's nothing like I have now. Mm-hmm. Like what I have now is completely different. I had to grow up to you understand. You needed that. I needed too, that too, right? Yeah, I totally it slapped needed that. you out of it. Uh, Stephen Bochco was one of the first pieces per, people I ever, I went to talk about my divorce with when when I was. Uh, he's a big producer. Through, yeah, he's a big producer. He produced uh, NYPD Blue along with all the other uh, massive hits on television. But uh, mm. he was like a mentor to me, and I went to him as a, as a father figure going through divorce. And he goes, you know, bluntly, he just you need to fucking grow up. And I, he, he, I didn't understand it then. I said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't quite understand it until I went through the process, uh, completely cleaned out everything in my life and said, I'm starting from scratch. I need to act my age. Mm. And it's not like some people say, well, you know, be who you are. But I needed to be an adult. And I felt like at that point, at the before the divorce, I had not, I was, I was just a kid. Yeah. Just I- my, having fun. Taught, my, my, my ex-wife taught me how to pay bills and stuff. I never paid. I had no idea how to write a fucking check. That's great. Never wrote, in, wrote a check. I had no idea great. how much money I had in, yeah. in the account. I did not do the things that you learn right. in, your, in your 20s, it's in your early bubble. 20s. It's, it's, a, a, it's bubble. a bubble. So then I, we could talk a lot about mommy, mommy wives. That was such, a, <laughs> it's such an embarrassing thing. Uh, I'm trying to think of a, of a specific memory that I haven't shared on the show. That I, I, it's embarrassing to me. But why is it? That? It's just what it is. Is I look back at that guy and I look at him like he was a child. I love him very dearly. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And I, I don't think he's like a bad guy or anything. But then I think about the the, the act break <laughs> where of the divorce yeah. and all that I learned, like a crash course in yeah, like yeah, growing yeah. up. The boundaries that I have now with my parents are incredibly better. Yeah. I have much better uh, independence. Yep, mine too. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. I now know how to take care of myself. I take great pride in taking yes, care of myself. I do too. I was living off of my parents quite a bit, even when I was married. Yeah. Uh, and then I just put an end to all of that and, like, started to learn those life lessons that you're like, oh, I do appreciate my car more because I paid for my car right. sort of thing. And then and then that's where all the artistic fulfillment started to come in as well. I realized I had a perspective. I got a taste of pain. And then I realized what we were raging against. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, Whereas yeah. before, we were just kind of... Yeah, I never had pain before. Right. I never had pain. No pain. No pain. What I had if- no idea what people were talking about when they said they were going through breakups and the pain and this. Yeah. And I was like, what? I had, no, I had nothing to, to fall back on. Mm. 
So all that was was pushed until I was 35. Can, can I ask you, uh, this is a specific way of asking why it ended. One of the reasons, something that was very unromantic about my marriage was that I she knew that I looked at it like I had checked a box, mm-hmm. meaning I had that covered. I was very into my career. I was very into comedy mm-hmm. and my life and all that sort of stuff. And I, I was kind of like, that's covered. I don't have to worry about it. In that I stopped... Uh, I was. I think I was a good husband. I wasn't. I wasn't complacent, but I wasn't exactly like wooing her. Right. You know what I mean? I was just kind of coasting. Right. And I think she's in that complacency. I guess so. Maybe I'm not ready to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's that's kind of what happens in a relationship. I think that's why most marriages or relationships end. You take it for granted. You take it for granted because you think you own them. You think they're your your wife. Well, it's just there. It's just it's yeah. not that I, I never thought that I own that person. Uh, but you think that it's oh it's it's just there. I can always fall back on that. Right. You know, because right. it's always it's always been there for me, and then when it wasn't there, it was like, "Whoa, what is this?" Right? Um, Did that pain enrich your artistic pursuits and stuff? And well, it forced me to grow up, and I think from having to grow up and being, you know, right now being so madly in love with my wife that has now kind of freed me, driven me yep. to do things because other, because I became complacent in my relationship, I became complacent in my career. Everything was going okay. Yeah, everything was going okay. It was okay. What a, uh, what a, what a nightmare. Yeah, right? <laughs> but it's, I think that we need, I mean, I, I shouldn't say we need, I, I need those ups and downs in my career to sort of make you, to drive you to right. get up in the morning and say, right. you know what, I'm going to do this. I'm going to take a chance. Right. Um, and now that I'm aware of how much money I have and know how to write a check and know how to do things that I should have learned in my, uh, in my youth. Um, I, I now it, I'm I'm much more driven. You're a thing now. You're I'm a thing. You're, I feel more. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know what it felt meant to cry and to feel pain yeah. and, and to like love somebody and just like I, I was I was obsessed with this person. Right. Right. I'm talking about my wife now, and I, I never I never had those feelings. Right. I never I was never taught those feelings. Right. I, I, like I said, I went from the mother to the ex-wife and that was right. that was right. that was the uh progression that, and and you don't want a, a, a mommy wife you want a you wife don't. you want a you woman really don't you man. want a woman i look at my wife and i see I, I i don't see that i see this thing that i want to have sex with okay. i want to yeah, yeah i want to fuck but that's a thing i you, you know, can't this, fuck your mommy you wife. can't fuck your it's mom it's fucking weird it's weird you, I, i'm glad you said it because that's yeah. really where you can't fuck your mom she's she's helping you no oh boo boo and all this no. bullshit. You can't no. rail that. That's cute when you're in your and you when you're 19 or 20. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that that's okay. You know, you got an older woman, she's, you know, your mommy figure whatever. Uh, now she was yeah. a little older? Yeah, slightly older. Uh, I, much more much more um mature than I was experienced had 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 more uh, had, had lived more. MP me too. Yeah. MP, my wife told me, my ex-wife, she told me that she married me because she thought it would be like good for her, like straighten her out sort of thing. <laughs> so she was like, safe choice. Yeah. Mine choice. never said that to me. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's how she felt. but I, Well, I, what, yeah. what finally broke it? Now, now, if you're like me, you can look at it a little bit objectively and just, you know, w- hopefully without too much discomfort and just be like, what was it? I, I just think that there was a point where I went off to go do a play in New York, and uh, there was this massive separation between the two of us. Um, and I think that mutually it came to a point of we can do this without each other. Mm. Like, why are why are we doing this? And uh, and um, you know, who, it, it, who brought it up? Uh, I know that's personal. You don't have yeah, to answer. Yeah, I don't think but... I want to just protect both sides. Okay, but uh, um, it was. 
What I want to know is your experience. What, did you feel liberated? Did you feel blindsided? Did you, did you eat a lot of Chinese food in the dark? <laughs> no, I did the exact opposite. I, I was blindsided, and what happened was, I, like I said, I cleaned myself up. Yes. I basically lived like a monk. Yes, for a while. Um, I lived in this loft, which was my like little sanctuary. Um, I, I cleaned up my, my diet. I wouldn't drink caffeine. Mm. I, I, was, I wouldn't drink alcohol. I wasn't smoking. I wanted to feel the pain. It was mm -hmm. really cliche, but I wanted to feel – I wanted to know pain. You let I, it in. I wanted to let it in, but I wanted to know where the pain was coming from. I didn't want to dilute it. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to – I just wanted to feel therapy. And so, um, yeah, I went through a lot of therapy, uh, looking had, at it in the face. See, that's doing the work. That's... I said, I have to do this. I, cause I'm not going to turn cause my, I kept my head in the sand for yes. 17 years. Well, this is why you have this fucking fantastic wife now. Cause you're oh, doing the work, I, but I, you I, got I this... couldn't have appreciated the woman that I have now. Yes. This, I, I can't, you can't appreciate someone like that until you realize what it is. I mean, I, I, I that's right. Are you on? Is the audience going to dig what we're talking about, or is this like a one thousand percent? No, this is what the show is. Okay, it's not a comedy show. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like, this isn't really funny at all. No, but, I, uh, we stopped trying to be funny. Okay, a long time. Um, but no, as I, I just went into this this attitude of I'm going to feel this. I'm yeah. go, I'm going to know what this feels like, so that when I meet the right person, I'm going to know what love is. That's what know, it is. I'm going to know when I meet that person. It's I'm not going to second guess it. Buddy. It's just going to hit me, and I'm going to know what it is. And don't take that don't take that as a as a given. What I mean is I, I know people that get divorced from their mommy wives. Sure. And from my circle, the religious circle, you see it a lot. Okay. Yeah. And a lot of them, it's like getting hit in football and they just roll and keep running in the same I know. direction. I know. With the new I one. Know. I know. The new I'm not shitting on them as much as I'm celebrating the idea that you got this this payload of grief and you fucking signed for yeah. it and you soberly dealt with it. That's I'm now I'm getting Dr. Phil, but that's character. That's yeah. that's what brings you perspective. This this therapist that I went to, this great guy, um he he, he What if know, it was Dr. Gary Penn? Everybody would figure out that's my doctor. Okay, it wasn't, it wasn't. <laughs> uh and I don't remember this guy's name, but he, he was an interesting fellow. Stephen Bochko actually sent me to him. And we're sitting there and I'm telling him my whole story and he's all he's doing is just writing in this pad and he's writing in this pad. There's a little note card actually. Mm. And uh, he's writing on it. Um, and I'm telling him 30 minutes into my thing. And he looks at me and he goes, how old are you? And I go, 35. He goes, you got about 50 more years. And I said, okay. And he goes, you got to live your life, man. You got you to grow up again. And he said, you got to grow up. He goes, and you, you got 50 years to have a great life. He's like, you're not even, you haven't even started. And he goes, and the whole thing about pain, he says, when you whack a wall with your hand, Sometimes you'll just try to hold it in and you'll be like, oh, 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 ah. Yeah. And you'll hold the pain in and he goes, and it'll last longer. He goes, hit that wall with your hand and let it out. Mm. Just go, fuck, ow, ow. And then it goes away. Uh, it dissipates a lot sooner. Interesting. And it's really true if you, I, I imagine, I mean, I didn't do it. I guess it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you hit a wall and you react to it immediately and let out that big scream. Uh, God, I sound terrible when I do that. But if you just let it. I'm, you can tell I'm very uncomfortable no. talking like this. I'm usually cloaked. No, no, no. <laughs> but uh, if you if you let, if you feel the pain, it'll it'll go away a lot quicker, and that's that's the attitude. Well, that's that funny I because to me, 
I, I come from a people, uh, I, I don't know if it's my Irish side or my Lithuanian side, but there's a shame associated with any sort of pain. Yeah, me too. I, I I'm the same way with you. I, I grew up with my, my, I would, I would, you know, I was in a motocross when I, when I was a lot younger and I would crash and it was the whole thing was get up, get yep. up, yep. get up. Yep. You know, don't, are you crying? Yep. You know, I'll give you something to cry about. It was, that's my whole upbringing. With that's that. what I've learned is that crying it's is because you had European uh, yeah. I, I think it's because you had European yeah. uh, uh, parents. I didn't cry when I got divorced. So my wife tells me she's leaving all this sort of stuff. I just squashed it down. I actually got a psychosomatic pain. People know this. You're going to think it's weird. In my balls of all places, like a bad play. <laughs> I felt like somebody kicked me in the balls. I, I remember one night. Did your shit a, work after you, were, you got divorced? Did, did I what now? Did your shit work? My dick? Yeah. Oh, I couldn't get myself off for quite a while. Yeah. Weird, right? <laughs> Weird, right? <laughs> the way that the ego wow. and that thing is, is dude. Is, I had to go to linked. a fucking doctor. No way. I had to go to a doctor at thirty-five. I'm going to a doctor. He's like, you have the testosterone of a six-year-old. No. Yeah. He's like, wait. The emotional experience drained your testosterone. Drained me. Shut your dick. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is incredible. Yeah, it was crazy. Could, was it the same thing? You couldn't even do it with yourself. Yeah, I was in. A, I was. I was just like. I, it was, that was a new low for me. It was like I would be crying. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're pathetic. It Why doesn't matter. Do look at myself that? in the mirror. Like, hold my gaze. The- <laughs> <laughs> you remember your MPG, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, that that will weigh on you. That yeah, is man. It. It's the, crazy. The male ego and the ability. This is something I talk about in therapy too. Is, is like men achieve erections, even that word, and then that that, that being stripped from you. I always talk about the Sopranos. Uh, did you watch The Sopranos? Yeah, off and on. Off yeah. and on. Well, there was one episode where Tony doesn't like that this guy is fucking this girl that he used to see. Yes. So he comes in while they're about to have sex and, like, beats him with a belt. Yep. And then a couple episodes later, as they would do, like, they don't, like, pay it off right away. But a couple episodes later, you see the girl and she goes, blah, 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 hasn't been able to function as a man since you did that. Right. And I was like, Yeah. The mental women get all the credit for being the uh, ones that sure. need mental stimulation or whatever. You wouldn't believe the fucking puppetry of the penis that's going on in my oh brain my God. to help you stay in that place. Yes. So when your heart is broken and when you're left and you can't help but think, there's a line in that fucking stupid Brad Pitt movie. It wasn't very good. Uh, Troy. Oh yeah. There's some line where he's like, <laughs> "Don't look at me because you couldn't satisfy your woman." I was like. That's that's it. These guys walking around with big swords talking about you can't satisfy your woman. That's how I felt around that time. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I felt too. And it grossed me out like I couldn't listen to rap music. Yeah. At the time because everything was all fucking and yep. fucking my bitch. Yeah, you my, needed and I was Nick getting Drake. mad at them. I was getting <laughs> mad at them. I'm like, the fucking women, man. Mm-hmm. And I, was, I, I just I couldn't listen. I couldn't listen to Howard Stern because I couldn't listen to him it's like, all talking dick. about, you know, hot chicks and yep. this and that. I'm like, ugh. It, it makes you feel left out. It made me feel real left out. So I started, you know, listening to a lot of alternative music. At well, I was going to say, Nick Drake is there for you yeah. at any moment. Well, he wasn't there, I think, in, uh, uh, what, in he was, 2010. Oh, he was dead. In 2010. You mean he was dead? What? Oh, I think you're making a Nick Drake is dead. No, no. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. But Who knows? I've had a lot of I'm dead moments. Does that get, get passed around from time to time? It did. Got, it was passed around, I think, in 93 was my first death. Oh, wow. Yeah, on a motorcycle. Oh, Sorry to yeah. hear that, but I'm alive. You and Jason Priestley love the Vroom Vrooms. Yeah. Dri- yeah. We, Not, did, uh, we did drive a lot of cars. Teenage and, stars. Yep. They loved racing. Yeah. Is that, is, that, uh, is that something that like was necessary? Because I'm interested in the fact that I'm doing uh, a talk show, uh, and then I realize that there's this weird feeling. Like I'm really happy to do this today. Some people are like, 
aren't you exhausted? Yeah, but you don't know what to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? You'll right. go home and you'll be like, I've been watching Cheers. Like literally, I want something that's not too smart. I know, Katie, it's funny. I'm watching Cheers. Which channel is Cheers on? It's on Netflix now. Is it really? Okay. You can, you can watch it. Right. Uh, I think all season. I'm not sure about all season, but I'm watching season one. It's all season. And I'm just watching Cheers. Really funny. Holds up. Yeah. But brainless. Because there's something going on in your subconscious when you have a pretty uh, 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 engaged day that requires. So I started surfing, right? And that Wait, was surfing. Surfing on a on a on a on a oh, yeah? Where on, do you a go? on a man's board. I go down to Laguna. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, it's Why great. do you go down there? Um, because that's where my my, uh, my friend uh, Rob. Okay. People know from the show Rob Bell. Yeah. Uh, we did it on my show. He taught me how to surf. Okay. So we go down to. The, so that's the only place you'll go. You won't go to Malibu. You won't go to. I mean, I would. I just don't have anybody to go. So okay, but the reason I bring it up, other than to brag subtly that I sir I can't I can't even stand how, up. How long is your board? It's the longest, widest board you've ever <laughs> seen in your. It's like life. a stand up paddleboard. It, but MP, even it longer. Is. It's the yeah. smallest stand up paddleboard you can buy. It is. It's a stand up paddleboard. Yeah, I figured. But yeah. to me, because I'm six six two thirty five ish. Yeah. It's the perfect surfboard for me. It, I get made fun of. Like the chillest Laguna dudes with like, you know, old dudes will make fun of my board. Yeah. I, don't, I don't give a shit. It's better than not standing up ever. But the reason I bring it up and to put it back to you is that I was like, there's something about doing something that is a little bit dangerous, I suppose. Yep. Uh, it's outside. You yep. know, when you're on a bike, I have to imagine you get that 360 experience. You get some air. You get some sun. Uh, I, I, you tell me what it's like. And and the question I'm putting to you is, is that become necessary when you're living the life of a guy who's known in this way or that way? Did you need that outlet? No, I think I grew up racing and riding motorcycles. I, I the whole time? Ride, yeah. I, I, my, if you Google Gossler, my name will come up. Second will probably be my brother or his kids because they're all in the motocross industry my brother is one of the most prolific uh motocross mechanics ever no fool in history yeah he's uh he's he's a fucking genius huh. um his sons he has four sons my nephews chris was pro todd and caleb i don't believe but drew the youngest was pro as well so they were pro no motocross way. riders it's like in your blood full full ride my brother is 16 years older than me he got me into riding bikes when i was three and that's that's the that's the typical age for motocrossers to start is on at three years old to get on a little peewee bike they call them, and then I was racing when I was five, uh, and probably stopped when I was nine, and I started getting into commercials in the middle had, yeah, middle age of your career. Yes, exactly. I'm nine. I'm over uh, the hill, and I had to I had to stop doing that because you know I was into acting and couldn't get hurt and stuff. So my background has always been on something with an engine. Um, really, progression the natural progression was to get into cars because it was less dangerous uh-huh. than motorcycles. So when I had the opportunity, I think I was 19, I got, I, I got asked to do the Toyota Grand Prix of Long Beach. Yeah. Highly recommend if they ever ask you to do that. Uh, you know, it's that celebrity thing yeah. that they do at the, in, in Long Beach. Had an amazing time, was really good at it, and decided I want to do this more. So I got my um, SCCA license, which is like, you know, your, your um, sort of amateur pro license. Do you remember? Did you win kind of a, that celebrity thing? Uh, I did not. I was taken out in the first corner by another driver, and that was it. And then they asked me it? back. LeBlanc? It was a professional jet ski. LeBlanc, LeBlanc is actually good. He uh, also rides motorcycles. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, never let me ride at his place because I was better than him. So he has like, a good little competitive streak. Oh, really? He has a beautiful house out uh, somewhere. Um, uh, 
outside of Los Angeles and he's got a motocross track on his on his property. Never invited me because I was a better rider than him. Shut yeah. the dick. Yeah. Uh, but he's he's a cool dude. We we actually talk it's it's a, a joke between us, but uh, That's so funny. I he was actually good. on a track is actually kind of a great motorcycle experience. I always thought it was something you did to practice to go out on like a, a regular road. But some I, I saw Oh you it. mean like a road bike? Like on a like a motocross is the jump stuff. Yeah, yeah, okay. But that's then there's the road bike stuff which I also did later yeah, on. I'm but that's the, the that's the stuff that like they drive, they race cars on. They could also race motorcycles. Yeah, yeah, on. yeah. Kind of lean down on the one knee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've done you that did that too. too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm sorry, I jumped in. Uh, you did the the car racing. You got the car your racing stuff, and then I decided I wanted to turn pro. So I did uh, some sort of amateur stuff. Then got my pro license, <laughs> and then uh, what? And then it was just I I was wow. Why did I stop? I think I stopped because it got it was too expensive. Yeah, um, it's one of those sports. Unlike motocross, where you can probably do really well on really shitty equipment, on when you race cars at a certain level, it's all about the equipment. It's all about mm. the the connections. And I didn't have a lot of connections. I was sponsored, but I had a limited budget. Mm-hmm. Can't, do, can't do much with do it. Do people assume that you're actually Jason Priestley had a huge budget? He was sponsored by Ford, and he was Jason doing, Priest. Is that who you call him? <laughs> you and all these actors. You're Marky Johnny Paul. Stamos. You're Marky Paul. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Uh, but he had a sponsor, so he had a, he had a huge sponsor because he, he was on a network show. I was yeah, on yeah, a Saturday yeah. morning show. Did you watch Nine Hundred Two? Did I? Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I knew all those guys. You know, we kind of grew up together. Yeah, but one more reason to not watch it. You know what I mean? No, I in mean, my circle, my friends are bad at watching each other's shows. Well, comedians are different, though. Yeah, comedians are different. Is that right? I think so. You guys are all lone wolves, fucked up. Well, <laughs> I really, I mean, it's very competitive. I think as a stand-up comedian, right? I, don't I mean. Know. Here's the deal. You, we both know Kumail. Let's do a little Kumail. Kumail, I worked with him today on my show. I know. Uh, and it's because of Kumail. Well, Kumail has Kumail I, I gave us, Kumail yeah. a, a compliment today, and I hope he took it the right way. I said, You are so much better than you were in the first season. Mm. And I really meant to. He, it was his first, you know, and that could be taken uh, in the I understand. In the wrong. But he was so green because it was literally his first job. I think yeah, he had yeah. come from New York as, mm-hmm. a, as a comedian and, and uh, uh, came on our show. He is so good. I know. Now, he's really, really good as an actor. I mean, his stand-up has always been spot on. It's a, it's so a great weird. show. But him as an actor now. MP, I can't believe this. He was on my show uh, Wednesday. Yeah. So he came to tape Wednesday. It won't be on for a little bit. But he, one of the things I said to him, I said, the very first thing he acted in was a show called Michael and Michael Have Issues on Comedy Central. Then he went over to Franklin Bash. Okay. And now Kumail isn't a – back in the day, I'm talking about 2001, wasn't the most expressive stand-up. Yeah. He would go on stage and be very his, – his idol was Woody Allen. He said great okay. jokes, but he wasn't like acting right. a lot. You know how there's more acting guys? And then he just started acting. And I said this to him on the talk show. I go, I remember being so happy that you were good and surprised that you were good. Right. And then he pretended to take it badly. It was right. very, very funny. But it was a very similar thing to what you were saying, which was like, what is going on? He's on Silicon Valley now. He's like, there's no reason necessarily – I've heard this analogy. I forget who made it. I'm sorry to the person who, who said it. That I think it was Chris Rock that said, "If you're a great waiter, why should you be a good chef?" You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. it's all it's all the same industry. Sure. But you're a great stand-up doesn't mean you're necessarily no. going to be a good actor. In fact, a lot of them are fucking terrible. Yeah. But Kumail, what is going on? He's a natch. I don't know. I think he get. I think he gets. It because I think they're 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 two completely different beasts. I yeah. mean, stand up is it's really them, but Kumail is playing a character on our show. He's playing Pindar, yeah, and Pindar is is not Kumail, yeah, and and I think he once he got. 
comfortable with it. And it's all about confidence too. We have another actor. I think on our we show. have that in common is that both of our crafts are enhanced by confidence. Absolutely. I'll say that. Absolutely. And even, knowing the angles. How am I coming across? Because you're, well, you're knowing acting. what works, yeah. knowing what works for you as that character. Um, because we have another guy on our show who didn't take over for Kumail, but we have we added another uh, individual on our show, um, and he plays this character similar to uh, Pindar, um, but he again is a is a pretty green actor. Mm. Brilliant. I mean, I, I told him as well because I'm directing this episode that I've I've been watching the dailies uh, of his work. I'm so impressed. Like he's got such a great screen presence. He mm. just has this look about him. Mm-hmm. And I said, you don't have to try to be this character. Just if you say the words, you're 90% there. Add in, pepper in a little things. And the thing with Kumail, I think, in the beginning of his career on our show was that he was trying too hard. He was like, I mm-hmm. got to make Pindar more, do this. And Almost do like that. A, doing a live show. That's what it's, a stand-up would do. It's yes, a bigger, you, you it's think a bigger you, art. Yeah, you have to. It, no, but it's it, it's similar. You just feel like you have to put more in. If I yeah. put more shit in it, yeah. it's going to it's gonna be better. Well, he loves riffing. We both love riffing. Yes, but it's when you refine that and you know – how to just, like you said, take the angles. Yeah. You become so much better. And so calm think, down a little bit. And you calm down. You have that confidence and you come yeah. on set. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kamel comes on set. He's you know, Silicon Valley guy now. Now he's he got is. a fucking billboard on Sunset. I know. Does Franklin and Bash have one? No. No. We don't air it till August 20th. <laughs> will, we, will we have one? No. <laughs> Does the Pete Holmes show have one? No. <laughs> John Oliver. I'm passing uh, Kimmel. Uh, we see uh, so many, so many uh, billboards. Uh, uh, now I'm going to get all California. Uh, um, speaking, <laughs> speaking of acting, speaking of your crap one of the things we like to cover on the show is is art or comedy in, in your in your case you do both you do acting straight acting you do comedy all this yeah. sort of stuff i just want to say this is where i'm going to butter your bread we did street fighter together yeah that was fun it was so fun and you were the ninth sketch mm-hmm. that we had shot today that day uh, for budget reasons we have to do these sketches that's why you'll see a lot of the sketches on our show where the cast can rotate and i get to play the same person right you were the ninth of nine. Yeah. And I came in and we, uh, you had texted me a couple of days earlier and you were like, because you were playing Ryu and you're like, can I, this is pronounced and is this the right clip? And I was like, what is going on? Like of all the people that we were, you know, giving uh, roles, uh, in my opinion, the biggest name is, is texting me and be, making sure he's getting well, it right. Joe McHale is pretty fucking awesome. Joe McHale's great too. You just know him better. I I know you and he about about the oh, same, yeah, really, and, and you're, he's and you're both great guys, and he's he's great. he's great too, and he killed it too. But you were you did this thing that we still talk about, which is that you came in unbelievably prepared. Because here's and and that's what I want to talk about a little bit about acting. Actors, I feel like these days there have been all these quotes over the years where people are like you don't even have to know your lines. Yeah, that's and, true. And jerks like me that I don't consider myself a, a traditional actor. I'm a, I'm a comedic actor. We can we're riffing and we're being sure. idiots and we're not we're not really in the discipline. You seem like so to finish the story, you came in and I couldn't see straight. Literally, I learned where that expression comes from. I had yeah, a key I saw card. you. I saw you. Right, you were you were rough. I was in yeah. a rough yeah. place <laughs> and fucking Mark. Paul. I don't know how you did, but honestly, I don't know how you did it because you had so much dialogue. It was I it was, was just, a lot of dialogue. I was reacting. <laughs> To you. I mean, honestly, that was the character. And I didn't know, like, while we were doing it, I didn't know how much I can riff or how much I should do that. Yeah, because yeah. the way it's written is you say the funny stuff, really. You, right. you play off of what we're doing and it plays. You guys are being straight. Right. Pretty much. Pretty much. For the know, I didn't know how much we could With pep rings of, of yes. I don't hate the Jews. Stuff like, right, <laughs> stuff right, like right, that. Right, right. And those moments were awesome. Yeah. 
But I was looking at my cards and I couldn't read them. I, yeah. I tell that sometimes. <laughs> I told you just to read it. <laughs> remember what I just said? All you got to do is read it. And you're just like, yeah. Remember that? Well, but my eyeline wouldn't have been right. It would have been just. No, you had to read it off the paper. Oh, that's remember? right. Remember, you just had to read it off. So, right. You, you, yeah, uh, yeah. you had to read the paper. Because I, I had it. Yeah. And you, you fucked it up. I go, you could have just read it. Yeah. And I did. Yeah, yeah, because I, yeah. I was literally, I said, sometimes when I get real tired on the show, I say the cue card just start to look like um, an eye chart. Sure. After, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. I know. Like, yeah, everybody's like peaches. Read the card. You need like, to space them out. Like every cue card has yeah, maybe five. one word. Yeah, <laughs> but here you come, and yeah. this, and this again, just a compliment. You, you came in and you fucking nailed it. Everybody did a great job. Yeah. I'm not saying yeah. other people didn't nail it, but you came in and you did it. You made choices. Yeah. You had prepared. You knew the Japanese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one expected you to know the Japanese. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. And you did it, and then we shot that one faster than we shot any of them. Right. I didn't have the energy to riff. You riffed. No, you did. You did a lot of riffing. It was great. Did I, I really? Yeah, on the outtakes, you no memory of this. <laughs> you riffed, which which prompted me because I was like, oh, you pussy. You could have done. You could have done more. Like I could have done more for okay. me. So and I thought, no, I'm. I, and I I made the choice not to riff because I didn't know how if it would be funny if you did or not. Right. So I kept it pretty straight. But I did have. You killed it. Moments when I watched the outtakes, I'm like, oh, I could have riffed there. I could have gone there. I could have gone funny. there. That's funny. That's how I am when I watch my own stuff. Too. Yeah. Like, I done that but it wasn't my. It wasn't my. Like on Franklin and Bash, we riffed. A lot, but it goes to. I, I guess you were going to that. I prepare, and well, I the actor prepares. Isn't that a book? The actor, I, I, or is it a quote? No, it is. The actor prepares. I think is a, is a book. Um, everybody on the staff, everybody when your name comes up, and I'd love to get this out there. Work with work with Mark Paul Gosselin. Oh, that's cool. Because we were that's just cool. like, what the fuck is going yeah. on? You knew the comedy. You knew the lines. You took it serious. You played yeah. it for reality. And I, I'd love, I'd, if you want to talk about what acting is to you and, and what, what that, what's that all about? <laughs> I think it's from my, my, uh, my upbringing. I had a father and, and a mother that had uh, exceptional work ethic. Mm. You know, and you, were, you were only as good as your work, uh, really. For, I mean, for them, they, they, their work was their life, besides their kids, obviously. But they really put a lot of effort into their work. And, um, but here's the thing you could have phoned in. You know what I mean? Why would I do that, though? I understand, and I'm glad you didn't. No, but why would I do that? Like, why Why would I ever phone anything in? Because it, Really? I, I mean, it, it's going out there, right? I mean, I'll phone in. Uh, what would I phone in? I don't know. I guess it's because I'm slightly, I'm slightly you know, mild to severe case of OCD. Um, and then What's funny with, with that is a trait of, perf- of perfectionism, if that's a word. If not, I just created it. Perfectionism, so it's, it's, yeah, uh, sure. Well, when I texted you to do the show tonight, you said I'm directing tomorrow, yeah. and I get anxious. I want to make sure we don't go. Yeah, too I get late. extremely anxious. So yeah. tell me, tell me, that's a work ethic. It's an OCD if I'm not thing. prepared for something, whether it's you know um, competing in something or if, if I'm doing my work, uh, even my vows that I had to say at my wedding. Hmm. I, I've never been more nervous in my life to say these vows um, because I, I I just want it to be right, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's me. Uh, I I. Take pride in, in work. Right. I, you wrote that. I wanted to make you proud. I mean, it really, that's what it comes down to is I don't want Pete to think I'm a fuck up. I, <laughs> and honestly, that's really what it is. I don't want the, I don't want the sound guy holding the boom. I don't want the, the camera people. I don't want the yeah. makeup people to think I'm, a, I'm, I'm not worthy. Yeah. I'm always, I'm always feeling that I need to. Are you proving it to yourself as well? Uh, yeah, it's a challenge. Well, that was a challenge. Like I, 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 I didn't. I didn't see that as just a sort of throwaway um, 
bit that we did. Yeah. I, t- I took it seriously because I was online. I mean, my wife can attest to this. I'd be online like playing the sure you can, you know, yeah, that's just yeah, yeah. what the fuck? Turn yeah. that down. The baby's sleeping. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the rooms are adjacent, but uh, no, I did. I did my research and I wanted to know what people said on, and then we had this conversation. There's the, uh, uh, the thing that sounds like hut tech shit through cat. Yep. And then there's the other version of it, which is the literal translation of hurricane kick. Yeah. Which is which? It uh, sounds more like I don't some like some or something like that. It's uh, I don't like oh, no, I got it. I got it. Nope. It came to me. Tatsumaki sampukyak. Takisaki Tatsumaki sampukyak. See what the fuck is happening? That's here? the literal <laughs> translation of hurricane kick. So people online were saying it's Tatsumaki sampukyak is the hatachet fruket. Yeah, and I'm like, there's no fucking way. And then the the clip that you guys sent me was the one that we used. Yeah, uh, and that was the voice. But and then. Of course, here I am. I go online and people are like, yeah, I love the bit. But, you know, that, that fucking hurricane kick is this. It's not that. No, if Mark really? had done his homework and I'm like, motherfuckers, ah! I had done my homework. You knew yeah, the two yeah. choices, but you went yes. with the other well, one. Well, no, because you guys told me you wanted that one. And actually, here's the thing. If people knew comedy, yeah, you, the blogger who <laughs> wrote that fucking comment, uh, the Chef Fruket is much funnier. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's because not it's funny something. to say uh, Tatsumaki Sampukyak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny to do that. What the fuck did you just say? Kanye did you just beat up the fruit Yeah, yeah, fruit cake? yeah. yeah. The, the fruity kid? I want to beat up the fruity kid. I want to beat the fruity kid. By the way, that was amazing. That was amazing. <laughs> that was amazing. I mean, Brecken and I, when that came out, when that dropped that day, we watched it together and he, we, him and I were both laughing. Oh, that's great. Yeah. It's doing really well. It, it is. It's by far it's the got, most It's got, I think, a million one. views. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, the, no one's, I've never had a million views of anything. Is that right? Of any of my work. Uh, and hopefully it'll just keep growing. I mean, uh, yeah, those I hope keep, so. they, they, the Superman and Batman one's got like six million. That's pissed me off. Six million. I know. Like why? Well, you know why people are typing in Superman Batman. Oh, you know what I mean. They yeah. want to see like oh, some sort of preview. Right. We oh. should have called our sketch Superman Batman or Zach Morris. Yeah, that would have that would have done better. Yeah. I mean, that sort of stuff still happens. Can I ask you a weird Zach Morris question? Yeah, it's not. It's not weird. It's yeah. not like did you fuck whatever. I'm, uh, that's not really whatever. Like you, like you don't know Tiffany M. I love Tiffany M. Please, Tiffany was great. She is so attractive. Tiffany is great. I shouldn't say. Was I follow great. her on. But uh, I'm just looking like when you said Zach and back in the day. I have nothing but fond memories about those times. I mean, I'm those so girls. What I said. I'm so happy. Yeah, those that. girls are just. Oh God, yeah. they were the hottest girls. Yeah, they tell me about it. It could have been one of the reasons why I was never good in bed. Because how could you – like looking at them, like they would make you yeah. feel very – yeah, very like your sword doesn't work. Like, yeah. like Brad Pitt and Troy, right? I mean – You can't satisfy you Kelly Kapowski. You can't Kapowski. satisfy yeah. – Kelly- Jesse Spano, yeah. Lisa Turtle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. Always, always good looking. Come on. I always thought I was more of a I, – I liked Kelly the most, but I, I had low self-esteem. I think Lisa's very beautiful, but the character wasn't exactly like – in the front, yeah. so I was like, I'd probably be with Lisa, but like in my heart, I was like, because I but could I never like, have Kelly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was, she's so. But I still follow her. Uh, I loved her on Nine Hundred Two and Tiffany, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought, I think she aged real nice. I, yep. I liked her more actually. Yep. And then I follow her on Instagram now, and she just posts beautiful pictures of, of her, her husband baby. and her baby. Yeah. And I'm just she like, lives a great life. What is? I'm so happy about yeah. that. That's yeah. why when I say why Dustin, when I hear stories of like. I've heard that uh, Screech steals jokes and shit and is like... Is he a comedian now? I heard that he's kind of... I, this was a long time yeah, ago. Yeah. I, and I, I don't think he is in the community. Oh, okay. I don't... I, I certainly don't think so. He's not my uh, realm. I just, you know, those it, it doesn't make me glad. Right. I, to be honest, I would rather everybody be like... I'm sure you're the same way. 
But you know, you yeah. don't want you don't want one weird guy to be ruined. What was the question though? The the question is: Remember that episode you did about uh, not doing drugs? Yeah. Here, here, I guess it's not a question. I just want to talk. So, about according it. to Dustin's book, to bring it back to Dustin, oh, everybody was high. Everybody was high. Yeah, yeah. Eh, wasn't not true. No, not true. That, I, I'm not looking for an expose here. We're just two guys talking. No. But uh, if you were, I don't. I don't even think these days that would be that big of a deal. Obviously, it, it was so long ago. But the weird thing about that is, I do remember seeing that episode. Yeah, no and hope, being no like, hope with dope. No hope with dope. Yeah. And being like, yeah, the cool kids. Zach, Kelly, yeah, all yeah. that don't do drugs. It like oh, yeah? affected me. Wow. I asked John Hamm. Johnny wow. Hamm did the show. Yeah. And I was like, do you think you're making people more people smoke? Because I was like, I'll tell you. Oh yeah, because it looks fucking cool. I have. I don't smoke, but I have smoked uh, one or two. Yeah. I've paused Mad Men, gone out and bought cigarettes to smoke while yeah, I was watching. Yeah, I know. It looks so fucking cool, man. I just. I, I know yeah. you're a fan of the show. Yeah. I was just watching it last night. I just wrapped up the uh, the last season, so I'd be you know the premieres yeah. on Sunday. And Draper uh, goes over to the bar and smokes one of the, the shorty, the filterless uh, luckies. It's not a lucky. It's actually a, an old gold because I lost the account. But he smokes it at the bar and I'm like, it looks like a piece of chalk yeah. that you draw a masterpiece art, with. It's art. And, and he, yeah. he actually said very perfectly, he was like, I don't know, uh, maybe. He, didn't, he wasn't like, don't be stupid. Yeah, people are stupid. Right. But in that case, I saw that show and it actually worked. You know what I mean? I'm that kid that Dare worked with. Oh, yeah. Uh, shows like yeah. that worked with. I, th- I think that's interesting. Yeah, it didn't work with me. Did you do drugs? Oh, fuck yeah. You did? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was like, I, and it brings me back to, I mean, I didn't do hardcore drugs. I smoked weed and, and yeah. drank. And yeah. you know, at 16, I was in clubs. Yeah. I was I was in Hollywood at 16. You yeah, know, yeah. We were, we were. So you were drinking at 16? Nobody oh, cared. Yeah, nobody cared. Nobody cared. I would go to all the, like, you know, the clubs on Sunset. Uh, oh hey, Mark Paul, come on in. You know, was it great? It was awesome. <laughs> it was fucking awesome. Here's at sixteen. I didn't think I was sixteen. You know, I was. Yeah. I, but I, I would, I would go in there and was party. Yeah. I never did any hardcore drugs. I've never done coke. I've never done. I've yeah. done like ecstasy, but I don't consider that a hardcore drug. But yeah, it's, um, it's got. I'm afraid of it. I, I, really? I, I would like to try it, but, uh, but I'm afraid yeah. of it. But that, honestly, the two drugs I've ever done are like weed and, and Molly. What about Molly? No, it's. it's uh, I'm too old to do Molly. Why? Because it's isn't that like new? Isn't that like Miley Cyrus era? Yeah, I think the, the old Cyrus. But what, it's my understanding that it. Uh, I did the straight shit. I did MDMA, which was like you know back in the day when like um, Paul Oakenfold and and uh, well, who was the other guy? Sasha and Digweed and all that stuff. I don't know any of those. Yeah, guys. see, that was back in like two thousand. But MDMA is like what ecstasy is. Cut, yes, right? that's like the. So the that must have been fantastic. It was awesome. So you're 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 feeling that sort of. If you're anything, when I was 16, so uh, I'm, I'm watching the show when I'm about, I guess I was 11 or 12, thinking that that was the best. I, you, I, I had that un, un, uncensored, unfiltered desire to be the center of attention. Right. When you're that age, certainly. You know, showboating. Here you are, you're a recognizable character. You, you're not worried about your future or your past. Mm-hmm. You have... Uh, access to you can drink and go to these fun <laughs> clubs and stuff, and then you take MDMA. I have to think <laughs> that's some over the moon like Macaulay Culkin hanging out with Michael Jackson's yeah. chimp stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's funny. <laughs> I never he never asked me to come to his ranch. That's bizarre. It is weird. I wonder why. I would have thought. I thought I was right. You know. I, I, yeah, I, I thought I could have. What's wrong with me? Yeah, what's wrong with me? <laughs> um, hmm. <laughs> I missed out. 
But no, I, I think with, you know, I'm sure I'm going to get a bunch of people. That's why I hate Twitter, because you just get a bunch of people comment about this shit. Um, but I feel, you know, that people say, well, you're not, a, you, what a, what kind of role model were you? And I, I didn't, we didn't see ourselves as role models. We saw ourselves as actors um, doing, doing a job. profession. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we'll do dare because kids on drugs is bad, but this kid on drugs not that bad. I, I, you know, <laughs> yeah, no, I you know, know, you know I, what I mean. I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to. If a kid came up to me when I was sixteen and I was, I was high and asked me, should I do drugs? I would say no. Yeah. Why the fuck would I want this kid to do drugs? Yeah, I'm yeah, doing yeah. drugs because I'm trying to run from my childhood. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, numb the fucking pain that I have to yeah. go to a set every fucking day. Yeah. And I don't have a, a, a normal childhood. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's like, which is, I'm, no, I'm making funny, but. I was I was having fun, and I think nowadays, like you see Justin, um, what's his Biebs. name, uh, Biebs, uh, um doing stuff, and it's like he's just being a kid, man. He's just being a kid, and it's getting all documented as being on it's on MC. He's a little bit and, different, though. He's well, at why? that level. Well, he's, well, he's at a completely huge level, and I'm worried he'll die. That's right, the but concern. you know, people say, oh, he's he's buying cars and he's doing this. Yes, he's a kid. He's he's right. 19 with a shit ton of money. Yeah, more money than just he knows what to do money. with it. He's playing Doom on God mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can't yeah. be stopped. It's, it's exactly what it is. Yeah, but you know, see these kids like, uh, you know, they they like, oh, he smokes. He's with a bong. It's like, yeah, because yeah, he's fucking a kid. What are you gonna do? He's like, that's what kids. Right. Not all kids, but that's right. what most kids do. Right, right, right. You, they experiment. But nowadays we have this social media. So right. you're in a party. You think you're, you know, well, you would with been, your friend licking a tit. Right. And all of a sudden, now it's on. It's everywhere. on. It's everywhere. People everywhere. Are like, oh my god, Justin Bieber licked a tit. Well, you talk about people criticizing you not being a role model. I never heard about that, but I would have if the internet if had existed now. But right. I watched. I believed you were that person. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, is that all that really mattered? What is that mean? all that really like? Or like now that you know that maybe I had had a cocktail, sure, or it dabbled in you know having a, a joint, light drugs, yeah. Would, does that change you in any way now? Does it? Like, do you uh, it, feel like it would have back then? Would have back then? Yeah, right. It, it because I'm embarrassed to tell you, uh, but I. So remember, do you think I'm fucking myself for everyone who's going to like the generation now that's watching Saved by the Bell? No, it's over. Do you th- but no, it's not over. No, no, I don't. I don't mean Saved by the Bell's over. I mean that innocence is over. Okay, but you don't think that a 14 year old watching Saved by the Bell right now that sees that No Dope for Hope episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then here's your podcast or somebody says or it goes online somewhere that I did drugs when I was right. 16 or I had alcohol when I was 16. Right. Uh, you don't think that that would fuck them up now? I think they're getting such a 24-7 enema of information yeah. and, and shattered dreams. Okay, there's one way to look at it. Information, shattered dreams, harsh reality, but also just like a, a steady stream of truth. And then we have to grapple with something bigger. Uh, a better question would have been to ask uh, 12-year-old Pete. Why are you identifying yourself to this character? And why are you – here's what I was going to tell you. On Melrose Place – watch that too. When uh, Andrew Shue – Elizabeth Andrew Shue. Yeah, Andrew yeah, Shue yeah. said – He's so fucking cool. He's so cool? He was cool. I mean I don't yeah, know, yeah, yeah. but he was cool. He said me. ass. I remember there was a time yeah. when they would start saying new words on TV. Mm-hmm. And I'm – you know, I'm not proud and I'm not ashamed either. I remember seeing – he said you're an ass on some episode. And then I was like, I guess I say ass now. Oh, wow. I was I was just learning from the TV. So I, but I think there's something better if the kid watching 14 now watching Saved by the Bell, seeing No Hope for Dope or whatever, uh, he he has to make a more 
three-dimensional choice. Right. And I think there's a better awareness now of you're a person and you're the character and there's this and then there's this. So I, I don't think we need to feel bad about it. Okay. Hey, how's your life now? Are you married now? No, no, no. I'm not married. Are you? I've been divorced for. I got divorced when I was twenty. Oh my god, five, six, seven years. Seven years and never like engaged after that. No, I haven't been engaged in anything. Are you completely over the divorce? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I mean, I still. uh, You still go to therapy over it? I still go to therapy, but we never really talk about that. I sometimes. One thing that'll happen is you catch glimpses, little little uh, memories will come back. And you realize that if you spend seven years with somebody, they're going to be kicking around in your subconscious. At Is she in your life now? No, we don't talk. We've never talked. Okay. Yeah, that of- was one, the one thing with us is that I felt like we didn't have a talking relationship. Like in my wife now, Yeah, that's all I want to talk to. Like yeah. after I've, we've been talking for however long now, I'm yeah. gonna go home and I can't wait to talk with her. Uh, you, uh, you know what I mean? Because bitch. that's we have that relationship yeah. where I can. This is the person I want to share my stuff with. I love that. But do you talk to your ex? No. Uh, yes, we have to. We have two children together, so oh, yes, yeah. we do. We do have a yeah, relationship yeah. For, the, for the children. You speak that shorthand. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we didn't. We didn't. I didn't. I wasn't that guy. I didn't. I wasn't that guy with her. I wasn't the guy who talks. I'm not gonna start all of a sudden talking now. Can I ask you something? Yeah. I have a hard time with time travel. What I mean by that is my, my father and my brother and my uncle came to the show. And when I'm with them, I think a lot of people experience this, you start feeling the sirens calling you to act like you used to act when they knew you last. Oh, God, that's right. Right? Yeah. So if I did see my ex-wife, and you have to. Yeah. You're the same person. They won't, they're, they're not doing it. You're doing it. You become that same person. It must be unpleasant. Because here you are. Yes. MPG, you did the work. Broad shoulders, yeah, proud. Yeah. You took the you took the deposit of pain right. and you worked through it and you right. met a better person. Uh not a better person. I, I don't mean to compare your No, wife. no, no. I I I a better person I met for you. A b- better person for me. And but then you have to go and pick up your kids from the the person that you associate with not your favorite version of yourself. Right. Not fun? No, it's not. <laughs> No, it's not. Yeah, because I, 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 you know, I don't like, I don't like that guy. Yeah, that's it. I don't. I like the guy that I am with my wife. Right. And you know, that guy's happy and and smiles and that's uh, the joyful and in love and you know, just living his life. I came tonight. Tonight I come home and I see my six month old uh, baby boy with with my wife and it's just like I just grabbed them both. I said, I fucking love my family. I just love the. I mean, I yeah. I come home. I'm like, oh my god! Yeah. I can't believe this is mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get yeah. to be, like you chose me, and we're. I, That's right. How did I? What? I'm a rescue dog. That's what I told. Uh. I was like, I'm just you know how to rescue. You ever met a dog? You're like, god damn, this dog's a really good dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it's a rescue dog because rescue dogs get it. Get it. They've They're like they've been to the other side. They've right. been there. They don't want to be that. Right. They want to be that. They're not that perfect bread. Uh, no, but they want to be, and they were going to work yeah. their damned hardest to be that yeah, way. And that's yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. I am, uh, and that's yeah. where you should be. Right, that's how you should be in a relationship, not in an assumption, yeah. in an active, engaged sort yeah. of way that you're like, I'm in this every day in a present sort of way. Yeah, and that's 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 where I am. I feel very present. I feel, uh, you know, just oh god, that's good stuff. It's so good. This is the stuff you should. put. I don't give a shit if somebody, some fourteen year old, is like, maybe I'll smoke weed. When you're talking about your wife, and when you're talking about growth. these things that you get hung up on especially as a religious person don't swear don't fuck don't drink don't do drugs all that sort of stuff those those can be okay touchstones but the deeper questions 
are like, how, what kind of a person are you going to be? And what kind of relationships are you going to have? And what are you going to be? What's, what's your output going to be? Is it going to be positive? Or is it going to be negative? Sure. Are you going to be hate? Or are you going to be love? Are you going to be sarcastic and negative? Or are you going to be positive and see the better things in people? Right. That's the good stuff. Yeah. So fuck if somebody does some ecstasy because Zach Morris is a liar. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, have, I have not had a tab, as they call it. I don't know if they call them that anymore, but a tab. Acid? No, no, no. Tab meaning the ecstasy tab. They're, oh, 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 oh. I haven't had a tab probably since like 2002. I understand. 2002. What about mushrooms? Do you ever do that? I did that. I think I did about the same time, 2002. I don't do drugs anymore. I, I really don't. I, I can't smoke weed. I think the last time I smoked weed was... Uh, in 2009, when I was doing the play in New York, mm. um, I thought I, I felt better actually doing weed than I did drink. Sure. Um, oh, you don't drink anymore? I drink now. Yeah, we oh, drink. Okay. I, I'm married to a Scottish woman, so <laughs> we drink. Does uh, she have the accent? No. It's oh, uh. too. We talk about that. She was born in England. Her her parents are Scottish. <laughs> she was born in England with her sister. They had English accents. Uh, when they moved to Montreal when she was 12, she got teased for her accent, so she lost her English accent. Um, and then just became a Canadian. <laughs> and then, uh, when Does she, she finally moved in here, what's that? Does she have that accent? No, she just has a normal, just normal, a newscaster, yeah, just very non regional. <laughs> when we first met, uh, that's a f- fun story too. When we first met, yeah, I, I, well, I'd met her the year before, um, at a volleyball game on, on 4th of July. And, uh, we're, we're beach club. <laughs> <laughs> what was it called? What was it called? Uh, oh, you fucker. Ocean. Said, nope. Ocean Dick? No. Ocean, I re- your boss. Uh, I'll give you the initials. Yeah. M.S. Malibu Stacy. No. Malibu. What's Sands. Sands. Good. Good job. Brand, uh, Brandon Walsh just worked at uh, the Beverly Hills Country Club. Is that right? With, Z- with Zuckerman. I don't know. I always wanted them to get together. So, no, we didn't meet at Malibu Sands. We did met you ever, at Did your Beach. character ever cross yeah, over? Lisa Turtle? Date? No, I think we just had like one uh, fling or something like that. Yeah. Like a, yeah, just like a one episode thing. Back to reality. Um, so no, we, so you, we you met, met at a- Manhattan Beach at a volleyball, uh, 4th of July volleyball mm-hmm. fun tournament thing. And um, she was dating some Aryan brother looking guy, you know, mm-hmm. just big buff, beautiful guy. And she's, my wife is six foot. She's taller than me. No shit. Yeah, she's slightly over six foot, but she likes to be six foot. Shut um, up. She's she's a tall glass of water. Yeah, I mean, of scotch. Oh, she's no, a tall- scotch. She's no. She's she's, she's water. She's yeah, pure. Oh, she's, she's pure. So pure. You dick. Oh fuck. She's so I pure. love your love. But uh, <laughs> so we, uh, we I and mean, I'm there with my ex wife and the two kids, and we're there at a big party. Blah blah. Wait, so, you're still with your wife at the time? I was. It was two, it was 2009. And she comes walking and by. She with comes her, by with her with, with her, her Slater. Uh, yeah, yeah, buff, yeah, buff, yeah. buff blonde Slater. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> so hello, and she looks like you know she should be serving vodka and these those furry boots. Yeah, you know, the what the white bikini and she yep. had a beautiful tan and all this stuff. So of course you know, and her name was um, her name is Catriona. Catriona, but her name she was going by you know because everybody it was Cat. I'm like, of course, uh-huh. it's Cat. Yeah. So anyway, but beautiful, everybody recognized her. Cut to a year later. Do you remember I'm, your first interaction? Sorry, did no, we had no interaction. Oh, okay. She was just this. I thought she was very icy. Okay. You know, I thought she was from some country that ended in IA. Yep. Um, and you know, <laughs> serve vodka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so no interaction. I had interaction with her boyfriend, um, her ex boyfriend, and then call uh, you preppy. No, no, he he. He could have. He could have. He would have. Yeah, I think he could have. Uh, I think he could have gotten me. I would have been this, like, yeah, yeah, I'm preppy. 
<laughs> Swinks. Um, do you remember, by the way, because we're not going to forget this story. You're on my show. It's one of my favorite moments. I said, time, you said something amazing, and I said, time out. Yeah. But the audience was not eating up our Say by the Bell humor. No, they really weren't. They were really tired or yeah, something. I don't know what was going on. And I said, fuck this audience. And I heard Joe DeRosa, one of our writers, laugh harder than I've Is that right? <laughs> they put together, like, look, I love the audience, but, like, as a stand-up, I lashed out. Yeah, and I yeah, was yeah. like, this is some primo That's Say primo, by the Bell yeah. stuff. I go, time out, took this big chance, nothing. nothing. And I go... Fuck this audience. Nice. And then I had to apologize. Oh, did you really? I didn't. You didn't do, it was on air, like, though. No, it didn't make it to the air. Okay. No, no, no. It's just, it's just a little insider info. Oh, okay. But you were there the one time I turned on the audience. <laughs> I'm going to have to rewatch that. Uh, we'll get you a clip of that. Okay. I, no, putting, it's online. I can get it. No, no, no. The, the, the fuck this audience is nowhere. Oh, it's not. That's just a story on this podcast. Oh. Yeah. yeah I yeah. got to see that then. I'm, so, I'm, I'm proud of it. Yeah. I, I like that those moments. Conan told me, he's like, the show exists so you, you see every side of the person. Right. We took that side out. Oh, God, but, I want to see that now. <laughs> I will. Okay, I want to see Don't that. Don't leak it. Yeah. I won't. I won't. <laughs> what do I care? I'd put it on mine. Uh, okay, so... Uh, so cut to see? 2009, going through this divorce. Uh, uh, that was in 2009 when we, we had that interaction. 2010, yes. uh, I'm now divorced and... Uh, uh, the whole point of the story was that my I had we had mutual friends. We were set up by mutual friends, and oh, they you said, set up, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they said, whenever you're ready, we have a perfect girl for you. Uh, you know, they they knew me well, and they said she's has the same sort of background as you. And was and, she divorced? No, no, no. And uh, but you know, just our upbringing and, yeah, and yeah, how yeah. we are. She loves kids. Yes. And I was like, yeah, yeah, whenever I'm ready. And so, can I ask a question? Yeah. Uh, sorry to interrupt again. No, no. After the divorce, are we doing a lot of dating? Did you no, have like a no, rebound sort of thing? No, I didn't. I didn't really. You really no. monked it up. I was dis- I was disgusted by the whole thing. I really was. I mean, like yeah. I said, I, I refrained from rap music and Howard Stern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you were on the other side. I was on the other side. I was just. I was. Just, I just was writing in a journal. Yeah, and 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 documenting all my movements and my really? thoughts and things like that. Yeah, because I wanted to. I wanted to have. The a transcript of, of what I was experiencing Fucking so that man. I could go back and I, I reread it probably two years ago, two, two and a half years ago and reread it and was like, wow, look at that place that you were in. Wow. It was fun. Was it, it was interesting? Fun. Were you able to read it objectively? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I'm, I'm not that person anymore, but yeah. that was the guy that was going through that pain. I'm like, wow, that's, that's some sad shit. Yeah, like if Hurtful, a caterpillar could shit. journal in the cocoon. Yeah, exactly. Fucking egg. What's, what's she oh, doing? Is she going to kick some ass now? Yeah, she's going to kick some ass. She's going to talk. All right, now that she's gone, let's really talk. What is the deal? (laughs) You've really been, we've both been censoring ourselves so much with our mommy wives. Uh, So then, uh, they, they, uh, they, they, uh, I was at their house, you know, months later after they had proposed that they had this person for me. And um, anyway, they, they, I was with my kids and it was a Sunday um, afternoon and uh, they said, oh, by the way, we uh, invited our friend over. And I said, oh, yeah, she's, she's single and we thought, we'd, you know, you'd like her. And uh, I go, oh, is this your friend that you tried to hook me up with a couple months ago? And they're like, uh, yeah, yeah. And I go, what's her name? And they go, Kat. And I was like, oh, my God. You remembered? Of course. Of course I remembered who that was. I mean, who, how do you – yes. when you see my wife in a bikini yes. and you know her name stick. is Kat, it's, it's going to stick. stick. Uh, kind of woman you hand her a martini becomes icy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she walks in the room. I'm like, hi, good to see you again. And she's like, we've never met. 
She forgot. Totally forgot. She no forgot the no, MPG. She's like, she totally forgot me. She's like, uh, no, we've never met. I go, no, 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 no. Remember last year, Fourth of July, we were playing volleyball, and I was, and she's like, huh. Oh my God! Totally she negged you. She totally negged me. And it's, and it's a legit. She's not that type of woman that would that plays those games. She's the like when I say she's a tall glass of water, not scotch, because yeah. she's just that genuine. Of a she's person. life force. Oh, she's 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 great. And she's, she's prana. She's so pure. She's pure. She's pure. Uh, but you know, we we hit it off after that. It was it was really fun dating and and going that day the whole you we spent with my off. kids. I, it was weird because. You know, I see a lot of people who are divorced, newly divorced, and having their kids meet yep. someone for the very first time is always is always a very daunting and or and, telling them you're divorced or yeah. telling them. But divorced. then the kids, but she a whole met other level. she met them. We weren't on a date, and you know, there's a friend of a friend, so we she got met out them. Of the way. Yeah, we got out of the way. She she met them, and then we went to a therapy session. My my ex wife and my kids went to a therapy session, and throughout the therapy session, my. Uh, uh, in the middle of it, the 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 um, therapist asked my ex-wife, "Does she have friends? You know that the kids see." And the, the kid said, "Yes, mommy has a friend." And blah blah blah. Does daddy have a friend? No, daddy doesn't have a friend. And uh, <laughs> the the therapist said, "Does that? Do you want to see daddy with a friend?" And my son goes, "Yeah, I'd like." To, and he was seven at the time. He goes, uh, "Yeah, I'd like to see him with cat." Oh. And we had just met her everything one for one experience two okay. days prior to that, and he said, "I would like him to be with cat." Okay. And I was like, hey, buddy, nice, nice. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> the purity of children. Pulled out the phone right at that moment. Yeah. The, uh, you know, started sexting. <laughs> aggressive, aggressive do. Yeah, sexting. really aggressive sexting. <laughs> uh, and uh, cut to, you know, we're, we're married and we have now a six-month-old. That's amazing. Year. Yeah. Can I ask you, uh, do you, do you see moments like that with your son and then, okay, so you're following. Have it. you seen my son, by the way? Let's see it. If, yeah, you, let's see you, him. you like Zach Moore so much. I mean, I'm into my, him. Well, let me give you a better picture. If you keep talking, go ahead. I'm wondering, and everybody that listens to the show knows that this is the kind of thing I'd be interested in. How do you? How does your brain, you Zach Moore, serendipities, coincidences? Wait, Zach Morris or Mark Paul? Did I say Zach Moore? You did. It's okay. I'm still here. It's all right. We're we're still friends. I know. I'm doing that for comedic effect. <laughs> Oh, that was supposed to be funny. You son of a bitch. I'm going to chase you with a harpoon. I, uh, I, I'm, in, I'm interested in, in when you're following your bliss and you're trying to live that life that you're supposed to be living. Come on. Look at this family. Look at that family. You, you son of a bitch. I know, right? You look like McConaughey in True Detective. You're like you a are, real man. Yeah. Uh, you should know that my executive producer called you uh, the original Gosling. Deal with it. The original Gosling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, now we have Gosling for like our blonde kind of, you know. Oh, Ryan. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, yeah. My my head went to the, the uh, mother of the eight twins or the oh, eight kids. Oh, no. Octomom? No. Oh. oh. Huh? Gosling. Go, go, Goslin. Goslin, Katie? Oh, the Kate. Kate Goslin. John and Kate plus eight. Yeah. yeah. Nana, Gosling. Yeah. Gosling. Daddy Goss. Yeah. No, if you start typing in Google, it really pisses me off because I Google myself constantly. But when you uh, <laughs> when you type in G-O-S-S-E-L, what yeah. comes up first is Gosselin. Oh, her. Yeah. She beat you? She beats me. Uh, you searches. type M-A-R-K-P, you get Mark Paul Gosselin. Really? Yeah. You don't have to put the hyphen in? I just Googled you. Okay. Deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like your openness about uh, the fragility of the performer's ego. Oh. But you're doing great. 
We look. I, I don't want to drag anybody down, but you've said that other uh, people that you've worked with. I guess I'm saying other people from from Say by the Bell. You're the gold standard. I, I know Mario uh, is nice working, but like you're yeah. you're a guy that that that's like done something pretty impressive. Done the Neil Patrick Harris thing. Well, he's doing pretty fantastic right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, oh god, three. More, what is it? Uh, no, that's a Big Bang Theory. Those guys got three more years. But even Neil, you know, being on that show. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh well, my god. That's I mean, all I need. See, I haven't had that yet. That sort of killing. Re- I have not had that uh, that money maker like that. Say by the Bell made no money for me. I'm what? nothing. Nothing I own. Nothing in my possession now is made. Is is has been bought by Say by the Bell. Did money. you get fleeced? What happened? Yeah, we got fleeced. It was a Saturday morning show. Yeah. Um, with, where we were paid nothing compared to what actors are paid nowadays. You were paid. It was the first Saturday morning show, so there was no precedent. There was no paradigm to go off of. Uh. So we got fleeced. Uh, Pretty bad. Yeah, it's okay. I, 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 there was nothing. I couldn't relate it to anything. Right. I wasn't saying, well, those guys are making that only when nine hundred two and zero. But what they, what we knew was, we're Saturday morning. Those are prime That's time. Prime time, yeah. yeah. And I was also young. And but then all the syndicating. I mean, it got no, no, no. I get. I probably get checks every once in a while. Like you know, where they'll have a hundred shows that aired in Paraguay, and it's like a thirteen dollar check. Pardon. Yeah. Pardon? <laughs> that's yeah. that's really yeah. shitty. Yeah, it's all right. Oh yeah. But that's that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking to get on a show that runs for that that yeah. that long where you're just like, you you're, know what? You're now perfect I can for do- it. Yeah, I wanted I want to be like number three on N- NCIS, yeah. uh, opposite uh, like a Scott Bakula a or third something hand. like that, like Ooh. a third or fourth, even a fifth. Yeah, but you could you could Big Bang, you you hit the line. Well, Big Bang, you'd be one of five. You're an ensemble, you yeah. know, so that you don't have to take the the all the work. And then you get your sweet sweet cash for your glass oh, of water wife and your, and your adorable children. Oh, the, and then you get to do other things just because you can. Yeah, you know. It's so. interesting because uh, this comes up on the show. I'm interested in asking people just assume. Here's a couple things that we learned not to assume. One, I asked you to do the sketch. And I said, why would you want to do the sketch? And you were like, that's weird. I would want to do the sketch. Sure. Two, we assume you don't want to talk about say, the bell. Three, people just assume that you're loaded. I am loaded. Yeah. <laughs> Completely high right now. Not I've been back so, oh, not loaded. that. Kind of, cash. Oh, cash. Cold hard. Cash, yeah. Like uh, you just sold all of Lisa's clothes out of lockers. <laughs> I'm talking flush. <laughs> no, I, I've I, been I, repressing a lot of references this whole time. <laughs> Wait, go I'm ahead. Teasing. I'm so like, I'm giving you the lights. <laughs> no, here. I know. I can't I tell know, you how, you know. You're only green lights. I love it. Yeah. Am I? Yeah, you're, you're a green light fella. Okay. Oh, yeah, you're killing it. Green light, one of my f- green light Financial. Can I do that commercial? Yeah, you can I'd do make that. a fucking killing on that. Good voice. I, oh, my good God. I did voiceover yeah. two years ago as a TurboTax guy. Oh, cool. Made the best money for nothing. There you go. It was amazing. So I'd love to do voiceovers. I'm still actively looking to you do You know, I was, I was the E-Trade baby before he went. Were you? Yeah, that Bullshit. Was that was me. Wait a minute. He didn't. Wait. We just talked? did our last one? Yeah, he talked. Yeah. Because, wait, wait. Do, do something from it. <clears throat> because it's you, I'm doing it without hesitation. Yeah, I'm not going to look at you because I, I can't. Uh, sometimes. <laughs> So I'm going to time out because... Uh, oh, my God. Ah! <laughs> Those are fucking What a fun cool, moment. Man. Yeah, me and, uh, me and Tor Mirren, uh, the co-creator, uh, the guy who Those were baby. brilliant we commercials, those, man. I was only ba- the baby for three years. Why? Because there were other babies. There were six babies. I was No, but you were the E-Trade baby. baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were the guy. But I picked up the third year of the campaign. So there was someone else. Okay. Tor was one of the babies. Okay. Then it went to somebody else. There was a lot of like, uh, it's my understanding that a lot of people that were like writing and producing it yeah. got a little hairy. So then they went, they did a casting call. I got it. 
and then I did it for three years. But we That's just cool, did our man. last and one, you, and you got paid like you get paid well. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> no, I'm telling you, but right? When you get those checks, you're like, I'm still getting checks. I am uncomfortable. It's, no, no, I'm not uncomfortable. But the thing is, is like people assume that that because people know it's commercials, it's on the Super Bowl and right. all sorts of stuff that you're making. Tons no, 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 tons. no, 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 no. People see you on TV, yeah. say by the bell. I grew up with you in, in my home. There's an intimacy there and a, a recognizability, a familiarity. People assume yeah. you have tens of millions of dollars. No, I made I made the most money in my career, probably NYPD Blue. That showing was four that, years. Showing your hands. Showing my ass. Uh, <laughs> four years. I think I did like 72 episodes, primetime money, 22 episodes a year. Yeah, there you that go. Was, that was big money. Yeah. Um, you know, we only do 10 episodes a year on, on uh, Franklin and Bash. F&B. So do the math. If I'm getting paid, you know, right. $5,000, which I'm not, but $5,000 for 22 episodes or $5,000 for five. Right. I think it's something like 60 if I carry the one over it. Yeah, it's too big of an I can't. We're not here yeah. to do math. No, we're creatives. That was a. That was actually. A, I, I stole that from Howard Stern. What do you, you listen, to Howard? Howard does that. He'll do like math on air. Oh really? Uh, he's he's fucking brilliant. Do you ever listen to Howard? I do like Howard a lot, but I don't. I don't listen to. Him. I actually just tweeted him today. I don't tweet much, but I just tweeted him today because his interview with Danny Trejo mm. was one of the best interviews I'd ever. Real heard. good. Oh, so good. I I I. I would please tell people to, to go check it out. Go check that out. I guess it's funny because I'm more serious. My friend, uh, my good friend, TJ uh, Miller was like, Oh, it's interesting. My career ha- going from like being like a, a very clean comedian for a long time. And then to kind of doing the show where we're obviously talking about whatever comes up, but in a true way, not just for its own sake, there is something he, one of the, what I'm saying is one of the finest compliments I received was that he drew a parallel between me and, and Stern. Which I thought was, oh, was that right? amazing. We're also trying to do that on the late night show. I, I'm yeah, very open just, about my talk. divorce. I just want I want to transfer that sort of realism to a, to a thing instead of being a polished, hey, a polished hey, host. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm and not I, putting I, those I, guys down. I'm just saying. No, like, I'll be the one that. There was an yeah. episode that we that we talked about jerking off at work. We'll go there. It doesn't matter. And it's not just to be shocking. And right. Be like, you see what's happening? The filth. <laughs> it's about having an honest conversation right. about how guys sometimes masturbate at their jobs. At their jobs? Uh, when I was a writer, this was a while ago. This would have been three, four years ago. I uh, would get so stressed at work that I would jerk it in my Where office. would you go? Uh, the bathroom. You know, in your office? You had a, a bathroom in your office? I had a one-seater sort of thing. Yeah. Would, would you take something with you? Nah, that's how horny I was. <laughs> but I was also in, I was in a bad relationship, incredibly stressed. It, w- it was a necessity. Were, sometimes you're, my brain were you confident I mean were you like did you have a lot of when I go back to my low testosterone yeah yeah were you like in a position where you were running something or was uh, it uh, I was pretty low on the chain you were low on the chain and you still had that like drive I, I think yes and you know what's funny MP I have zero sex drive right now I'm putting it at about a zero okay uh, which is insane but I tell I tell my good friends I'm like I fuck the show three we tape three episodes a day, every day there's this given give and take of really you don't energy. go out though you don't go out now no yeah see that's why you got you probably have to go out you're not dating anybody I I'm seeing somebody a long distance so I oh, see her that's, that's how do you do that it's ideal how is that ideal it's perfect it's not I don't have time I don't come on M what do you do? What do you do? I mean, so, but how does this work? I've M. never done that. M. P. <laughs> yeah. How do you do that? So she comes we into were, town as just a booty call. So then all of a sudden. It's not a booty call. Well, no, no, no. Booty call. Oh, I like, didn't mean to be offended by that. But what I'm saying is it, it's not it, just that. It's, it's, it's not it's just emotional. that. But it's like she comes in and it's like it's She'll all of a sudden stay. white hot. Yeah. I mean, we uh, have a texting relationship. 
And you keep that up. We'll FaceTime and all that sort of stuff. You take pictures of yourself? You know. (laughs) I don't do dick pics, no. No, I mean, but do you text like like an eye or like a a mouth? (laughs) Videos. You do videos? Make a little video of yourself. Sometimes I'm too tired to text. If I'm too tired to text somebody, I I sent her a video video? last night, two minutes of me just being like, hey, this is my day. I'm exhausted. Blah, blah, blah. It's a great. That's cool. It's a great way to get cool. But I'll tell you something. I just learned something. I will tell you this though. If I had, if roles reversed a couple years ago, and someone was telling me, "Oh, we Facetime," I'd be like, "Fuck that. That's not real." But I think it is real. And then she'll come. She'll come for like a week. She'll stay for a week. And it's not just uh, fucking like bunnies. It's like real stuff. And when she comes into town, is it like immediately like you guys are intimate again, or does it? Is there like a? There's like a little bit of a. But then you stay. You stay in touch. You know. I mean. Yeah, but is it? Is it? it, I I I lack that. I can't. I can't just turn a switch on like that. What do you? Oh, you need. You need some momentum. I need momentum. Yeah. That's interesting. I, I'm not finding that to be the case, but I, I feel very similarly in that sort of like this person is like a cup of water. This person is like life and, and giving. And how long you guys been dating? Not taking, giving, taking, giving, giving, empty. How long you guys been dating? Uh, well, it's hard to say. I mean, I've known her for over a year, but it, it hasn't been like serious. Uh, yeah, as serious as long distance can be, but it is serious. Yeah. Uh, for I don't know. I'm not good with time. Where does this person live? Uh, on the East Coast. No, she lives in California. But it's long distance? Yeah, California's a big state. <laughs> <laughs> this person obviously has a better job than you. Uh, nobody's ever grilled me this much. Everybody this at is, home is really, well, some people are putting together, like trying to piece. No, piece no, no, but this person has a good job. Actually, got, got a good life. Yeah. Right. So wouldn't want to come out to LA. So it's going to be one of those things that when this, when the relationship becomes more serious, then you guys will start talking about is this MPG or DGP? That's my therapist, Dr. Gary Pym. Uh, I'm just taking it as it comes, man. You know what I mean? Like I, I tend to be a little bit of a controlling person. Want to know where things are headed. Want yeah. to know. So you can only doing. you can only concentrate on one one thing, major thing, one at thing time. at a time. Well, the show is is, is really is, major for you. Is giving and my when life. You, when do you end that? The show? Yeah. We're done taping at the end of uh, this month is April. We're we're done at the early May. And then how long do you have off? I mean, you, well, if ideally, you back, ideally, yeah. MP, I will see you again at the upfronts. That that is my oh, that right? sincere okay. hope. That's in uh, May. That's May. Yeah, that is a little bit of an indicator. I'm hoping to be with you <sighs> and Brecken. Okay, and you've only done one year of your show. Yeah, because last year was, this yeah. will be almost uh, 56 episodes. We'll have done. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but four times a week—that's not—it's uh, not that much. So, what, do you start going on the road again at any point? Doing? Comedy? I don't know. I, every every ounce of what what I write now goes into the show. So, like, I'm not really doing stand up apart from the stand up. I don't know how you. Could, I, I, honestly, I don't even know how you could have a relationship. You guys have. You, you're working. Here's the all other thing. The time. Working all the time. Thinking all the time. Thinking. That, I, that's the thing. It's like you're fucking. Th- you, you write it down. Are you a writer? I write stuff down, yeah. I got like you it. just have to take a pad with you and just write shit down. My down. house is covered in post-its. My yeah. desk at work yeah. is covered in post-its. And it's great. I love seeing So when post-its. she comes in for the week, are yeah. you able to put all that aside or do you still have to continue doing Great that? question. Uh, my father, very good work ethic, hard work, and yeah. still is. Um, and, he, you know, I saw him struggle with leaving work behind. And I pride myself very deeply. And, uh, and cultivating the skill of you're here, we're going to Big Bear, Fuck everything. Oh, yeah? You know what I mean? I've always been pretty good at that. People always uh, thought my marriage fell apart because I was always doing shows or something. But the truth is, is I would cancel shows for 
on a whim just to be like, right. we're, we're, we're just going to watch a movie and eat pizza. It wasn't that. Okay. It was because I was a, a child. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the club, buddy. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right right. I don't know how we got there. I don't know. Are you satisfied with that topic? I didn't dodge you too much? No, it was good. Okay, good. I'd like to see you happy, man. Thank you very much. Well, I am. I, I yeah, am but I'd like to see you, you know, I, 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 like, uh, I like sharing. I love sharing. I love sharing. So You're it's on like the right I, show to share. Yeah. It's, it's a, a sharing show. Yeah. But I, I like sharing. I like sharing with someone. And I like having Oh, kids. I understand. Yeah. But that's that's the thing is, is okay, here's what I was going to tell you. The one before this, the relationship before this hardened my heart. I really, I, got, I, I let somebody in. I'm not shitting on her. Mm-hmm. It's a biblical term. Uh, Pharaoh hardened his heart, wouldn't let the Israelites go. My, my heart became callous and hard because it was hurt. Uh, even though I, I ended it with the person, it, it, it was, I didn't, that wasn't where I wanted it to go. So I ended it with this person. And then I was like you, but a little bit more militant. I was Zen, but I, monk-like, but I was like, fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. I saw what would happen if you give your heart to somebody that isn't right for you. Suddenly I'm getting in fights and stuff, stuff I've never done in my life, mm-hmm. uh, being afraid of a person, uh, like unrealistically afraid. So I got, I got, I was a rescue dog. I, I started getting really hard, hard, and I was closed off to the idea of relationships. So here comes this person from out, out of town, mm-hmm. right? And then I, I would see her uh, doing a show in a town or whatever, midway between the two towns, um, whatever. I would see her. So then You're I'm talking thinking, about like Van Nuys in Hollywood. <laughs> what if I'm like, I can't be going to Santa Monica. Yeah. <laughs> we'll meet halfway. So we'll she went to Mulholland. But this is one of the great tricks of love. Love is a survivor. I did miss it. Love is a, because I got a laugh from the corner. Over there. I'm tra- that's a that's a coveted laugh. Uh, I am tr- oh, see, and it made me forget what I was saying. But I'm oh, going to remember it. It's okay. Uh, so my heart is closed off, yeah. and this is love is a survivor. Love wants to keep pulsing through our world. I believe that. So it's going to find these little tricky ways in. So here's this person, and I'm thinking, I'm a reasonable person. I'm like, this person lives so far away from me, it's not going to be serious. So then what happens? Your guard comes down a little bit. You know what I mean? So now you're letting a little bit more in than you would have. And before you know it, this person who I actually think is quite wonderful and really great uh, is getting in in a way that, not that she's trying to sneak in, but like there's that exchange because you let your guard down going like, this couldn't go anywhere. And then before you know it, you're kind of getting closer and closer uh, because that's what love needed to grow. Right. I think that's it. I just find it funny that you put your guard up. I mean, I like, put my guard up because fuck that shit. It gets why? in the way. It was what, fucking what, what my career. I, I was, I was, I was 50 pounds heavier. Yeah, but what gets in the way? What, what, what do you mean? You got in your, your own way. Yeah, yeah. I didn't trust myself with a relationship. Yeah, why? That's stupid. Well, MP, I'm I'm back. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I'm just you know, the, the, don't let it happen again. I guess, right? You got it. Yeah. Then you call me on your huge cell phone and go, "Is this the only way we can talk?" I do have a huge cell phone. I got one of those things. That was a great reference. They have a new one. They have a. It was a great reference. I'm Thank not you. gonna. I'm not just. <laughs> I want to take a beat to let that one sit. Yeah. Let it simmer. I say fuck with the yeah. audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I got one of those. Um, I won't let it happen again. Thank you. Yeah, don't let that happen again. Why? Why? I heard you. You have so much life to live. You know, you got to be happy. Like, Share. like you said about your therapist. Yeah, fifty years. I mean, I'm thirty. Really, MP. I'm fifty. I'm thirty-five. The right. age you heard that. But if you, if you, if you really think about that, you've only really lived. If we take away the fact that we married our mothers, we've only, <laughs> we we've only really lived. Like, take away that, right? But we've only lived from eighteen. Yep. Where it was our life. Yep. So honestly, what's eighteen thirty-five minus eighteen? Yeah, about. It's, it's like a. It's a lot. 
It's about 15. Let's just, yeah, I'm let's not, just say people 15. are going to laugh that I took a chance. I just know 30 is two 15s and 18 is kind of like 30. Hold on, let me bring it. It's probably like, iPhone. okay, let's say 15. We've only lived shit. really 15 years oh, of no, our life. Oh, no, let's just round it up. Let's say down. we've only lived 15 years of our life. Yes. How much has happened in those 15 years? And we still have 50 left to go. Yeah. And showbiz years. Uh, this is Emily Gordon, our wonderful friend. Yeah. She's like, she thinks that some, a showbiz year can be like three years. Sure. A lot of the time. Sure. Yeah. Look how many more years we have. Lots more years. You can fuck up. Yep. You can live your life. Yep. Skip stones, chase dogs, blow bubbles at the elderly. And fall in love. And fall in love. It's a great world. Don't harden your heart. I say don't harden your heart. I, honestly, if you're going through that, I, then that's the thing. I didn't want to harden my heart when I went through that shit. I wanted yeah. To, but you wanted did the work my... and you kept it. You kept it pli- uh, Yeah, it was a conscious ma- decision to yeah. do that work, though. I was like, I'm going to fucking do this work. Fuck this. Uh, MP, lives like you're describing don't happen by accident. You're doing, but they you're can. Everybody's capable of doing that. Not by accident. I think they're going to... You can engage with it. Yeah, you have can. to engage with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't yeah. just say, well, my life do the work. sucks. Do the work. Yeah, do the fucking work. Do the fucking work. Bitch. Learn how to say hurricane kick and the other one. That's right. Damn straight. Prepare. When are we doing another sketch? Whenever you want, man. I'm done in May with my show, and then uh, we'll have some fun. I swear, I'm so happy with my show. I love it so, so much. Joe. What's I'm that? so happy with my show. Oh, you said you. Joe. My Joe. <laughs> you did, with right? We'll Joe. play that back. I'm so happy with my Joe. The Pete Holmes Joe. I'm so happy with my Joe. Uh, that I am sincerely hoping, me, you, Brecken, drinking some free drinks. I'd love to. Do you drink? I drink a little, Yeah. A little bit. You don't have time, right? Do you ever let fucking loose, dude? I mean, do you ever get the, a chance to just like... Yeah. I mean, you're working all the fucking time. Yeah. Well, what, are you gonna do? what are you going to do after we're done with this? Uh, today? Yeah. I'm going to go home. Uh, what I've been doing lately is watching Cheers, yeah. as I alluded to. Mm-hmm. I've also been trying to not eat like shit. Yep. Uh, very tempting. Yeah. Because that shit will put you out. Yep. Make you fall asleep. So I will try and make some sort of healthy dinner. Mm-hmm. And what I do is my reward for making like a salad for dinner. Ask me what I've eaten today. What have you eaten? Salad and smoothies. What am I going to have for dinner? What kind of smoothies? Salad. Let's, let's go back. No, no but let's go. Hold let's, on. Hold on. People let's don't want to do this. Let's go. I'll back. do it. I'll do it with I'll you. I'll talk about nutrition. Let's fucking talk nutrition all day. How much time we have, motherfucker? I have to go prep my I goddamn know, show. I know. I know. I'll give five minutes to this topic. I'm, this and I'm show, out of here. But I don't believe that. But this show is over when you want it to be over. Let me finish Let me, that anecdote. No, go. let's fucking... Okay. I'll have a glass of red wine and a pretty big one while I'm making the salad. That's my reward. <laughs> okay. And that helps me wind down. Yes. Then I go to bed around 11. Yeah. I wake up at 4 a.m. Wow. Just for an hour. Yeah. I'll meditate or something. Then yeah. I go back to bed. What? I just own it. It happens That's like crazy clockwork. shit. I wake up... My producers are getting emails from me So what time do you wake up? At 4 a.m. Where I'm like, did I say something weird on the show? Because that's when that shit shows up. Wow. And then so then you go back to bed and what time do you wake up officially? Uh, Like uh, 8.30. Wow. Yeah. That's a good night's sleep. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. I'm sleeping a lot. That's good. It's all I got. That's good. I, I don't sleep. I'm not sleeping that much. Right it's now. not all I got. But I mean, that's how you defrag the computer. Okay. I'm trying to sleep as much Five as Five minutes and then I'm out of here. Nutrition. Nutrition. You want to know what's I want to know nutrition because I'm... I'm you, you, you just you don't know who, you don't know who you you're just fu- you don't know who you're dealing We're going with. to battle you don't know who you're dealing with okay go ahead what where do you we want start? to know what's in my smoothie where do we start yes what, I want to know what's in okay, your fucking here's what's smoothie because I, I just had a smoothie before I came here well bitch. it's the dream <laughs> it's the dream of every man that makes a smoothie that someone will ask him at some point what's in that smoothie go tell me here's what's in my smoothie how many calories are in your smoothie I don't know but it, it takes. I just found out how many calories in my smoothie, and I said, oh, "That's too many calories. I have to cut back." I just I started counting calories. I couldn't I don't figure out. Calories. I didn't do either until I didn't do either. The, I know. I didn't I, do it. Either. I didn't do it either. I'm an either guy. Uh huh. What about aunt? 
Aunt? Aunt. You say aunt? Yeah, I say aunt. What about scallops? Scallops. Scallops? Scallops? Scallops. Scallops. Pillow? There's a different way to say pillow? Some people say pillow. Look for it. Pillow. Pillow. Uh-huh. Pillow. What about channel? Channel? I said channel for over mm. a decade. I used to call salmon salmon. Yeah. My mother would, you know, she's Dutch and yeah, yeah, salmon. Yeah. That's an excuse yeah. for her. But I got teased mercilessly mercilessly by Slater. See, I can't even say mercilessly. Did he suggest that the opening credits was him doing a, a curl? Was that <laughs> Let's go back idea? to nutrition. What was, I never used to count calories yeah. until I couldn't figure out why I wasn't this is, is this is this are we are we this going to the, the other show. level? Okay. This is the show. People now we're metro and then we were talking I don't give about a shit. Okay. So <laughs> I couldn't figure out why I wasn't get, getting the results I wanted. Because you were eating too many I was, calories. I was eating too many calories because yeah. I had no idea how many calories were in like a chicken breast Envy, or whatever. Very interesting. But I knew how much uh, carbs and how much protein were in things. Yeah. And I knew how much fat was in things. Yeah. I've always known that. But I didn't know how many calories because I never counted calories. But really, you need a certain amount of calories. And if you go over that amount, you're going to be you're going to gain weight. And if you go under that amount, you're going to lose weight. Science. And then you have to make sure that you're getting enough protein to build muscle and enough fat and enough carbohydrates, but not too many carbohydrates because they can convert to fat, I, I would say sugar and all that, all, yeah. all this stuff. So what's in your smoothie? Fucking A. Well, speaking of fat, there's an avocado in it. You yes. didn't see that coming. No, I like avocado because I put almonds in mine. So it's good fat. Uh, there's a handful of raw almonds. Raw? Dude, you, that's, a, that's a lot. It's of not fat. a handful. It's, it's, it's literally a sprinkle. You know how many? Okay. It's that's a sprinkle. A lot. It's a sprinkle. Okay. All, already I'm, I'm shaking my head. It's all right. It, this Go ahead. Is, this, no, no, no. Just give me the whole This is what thing. I will eat all day. What? Why are you doing that? Because it's great. No, it's I'm not. I'm high on this shit You're all not. day. You're not even ready for But what are you trying to accomplish? Energy. Okay. Are you uh, paleo? No. I'm, I'm like a raw vegan basically. Do you not – is it a conscious deci- decision not – see, I'm getting tired. Is it a conscious no, decision – You should have had my shake. <laughs> Fucker. <laughs> not to eat meat? Uh, yeah. But so it's, you it's, used it's, to eat meat? It's relatively new though. It's, it's been okay. uh, maybe not even six months. I, okay. So, so this run is, me by what you're doing. You, so avocado – Actually, no. It's been a year. It's been a year. Avocado. avocado. Did you get your blood tested to find out what, what your diet would be? No. But I, uh, no, but I'm A positive – Okay, and I believe that's the one. That's, that's not the one that's meat. not meat. That's yeah, the one O, which meat. is meat. Uh-huh. So, okay, uh, we can talk about this. I, I avocado, almonds, avocado, almonds, almond milk, coconut water. Yep, that's our base. Then we're doing rocket cow. Boom, yep. deal with it. Something called Immortal Machine, which is my favorite supplement. It's fantastic. It's got cacao. It's got ma- maca. Yeah, I know maca. maca. Makes you hard. Yeah, it makes you dick hard. Yeah. But it also just get, ladies can drink it too. Uh, good. Yeah, it gives them libido. I also put. Another spoonful of maca in there. I put coconut. Maca uh, tastes like shit too. I know it, it'll. Ruin, it's a. It's kind of like that. It's a smoothie. Organic taste. Yeah. It's a smoothie. Really. Yeah, yeah. You got to be careful with yeah. that. Also, you got to be careful with. I the like root. the little guy that's on that bottle of maca. Have you seen? Oh, that? you use oil. Uh, no, no, no. The powder. Oh, have you never never seen that guy? It's like, a, where, where's maca from? Brazil? No, I believe it's from like uh, the rainforest. South America. And the, yeah, it's a root. There's, there's a guy on the there. You would never. It. You would never. You, you you feel like you you're eating a ground up version of him. <laughs> well, it's a gross tasting thing. It's a gross tasting. Gross tasting. So thing. keep going. Sorry. Coconut uh, flake, which is just the whole flesh of a coconut, okay. basically. Real good. Also good for your deck. Everything I eat is good for your deck. <laughs> good. Uh, acai, pomegranate. We're putting in wow, some uh, macuna. Is... A lot of weird fucking powders. Okay, and then uh, kale. About five uh, big pieces of kale, a shit ton of kale. Another smoothie. So it makes it pretty bitter. 
It's, it's a bitter fucking smoothie. It's fairly bitter. Before I was putting Immortal Machine in there, which has stevia in it, I was using uh, raw honey, which I still occasionally use. Yeah. But on honey's the, good for your on uh, the calorie tip. It's one of the biggest uh, longevity foods. People yeah. that eat uh, honey tend to live on average ten years longer, which is nuts. I just uh, take it actually. Uh, I take fish oil in my mouth. And yeah. I'll squeeze in a little bit of honey just to. There you go. The, I do. I do that sort of shit too. I take honey uh, every night. My friend, uh, uh, Mr. Bishop, told me to take uh, some honey. Uh, it helps with brain fry. Helps you sleep. Yeah. So I take that right. Before I take bed. a thing called Calm. It's a oh natural Calm. Natural Calm. I have natural calm. You know, it's that powder that makes you shit in the morning. <laughs> I don't. I, it doesn't make you shit. I've it never taken it. It doesn't make you shit. I've never oh, taken it. Oh, you got to take it. I take something called Formula 303, which is mostly uh, valerian roots and like all these other organic things. Yeah. That help you sleep. I t- it, the dose is four. I take about eight of them. <laughs> yeah, I do. Because I'm trying too. to like sleep. Magnesium too. Magnesium. I, magnesium oil. MP. Yeah. yeah. Magnesium oil. Spray? Yeah. No, I don't do that. Because magne- I take the magnesium. Is the spray better? I I don't know I because I just take the supplements, but whatever it says, if it takes it says take one, I take like five. I'm like you. Like I, I just keep taking. I spray magnesium. it up big time. Yeah, big and time. then but calm, which is that supplement, it just says calm on. The, I don't I don't know what it is, but it's magnesium based, and it's like this powder that you put and it fizzes uh, up. It tastes great. Is you put it, it in is a it hot a water. packet like an emergency. Uh, I think I have what you're talking about. It's it's in a cylinder. It's like in a it's in a big cylinder, and then you just take a scoop. But the first time okay. it says to take a small little like yeah. a teaspoon. It gives me trippy dreams. It, what trippy dreams? Because I'm sleeping deeper. Really? It's not because it gives you trippy dreams. It's because you have trippier dreams when you sleep deeper. Right. So I have trip trip dreams. I so love some, that though. I, I know. love when you wake up and you're just like, oh. God. If you had some good ones, yeah. I'll tell you this: I've never heard someone more affected by their dreams than I. If I dream about sex, I'm horny all day. If I dream about a fight, huh. I'm I'm afraid all day. Or like I'm so. That's how you pick your shirt in the morning. Oh, that's interesting. You're like I'm going to wear yellow because I fucked Tiffany Amethyst in my dream. No, I'm, I I usually go off like I know where I am in my levels if I like wake up with a heart on in the morning. There you go. I wake up with a heart on. Good in the morning. feeling. I know it's a gr- it's going to be a pretty damn good day because uh, I know there's a lot of testosterone. They, that's, yeah. uh, it, it, and the days that I don't, I'm like, oh, you could take man. an estrogen blocker uh, if you wanted to kind of increase your natural production Wouldn't of testosterone. That, uh, that doesn't make you have man tits. No, it's the opposite, it's the opposite of man tits. I don't have man tits though, so that's I have thing. a bit of man. I get a little bit of tits. Do you? Thanks but there's not, nothing better than thanks having. Thanks for not looking. <laughs> <laughs> well, you told me that your sex drive's at a zero, so I could got, I, I kind of yeah. got that. From yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, not, I'm not giving you the irony. It's a zero for now. Yeah, but uh, tonight. Uh, <laughs> we'll and see. if you wake up with a hard on tomorrow morning, you are going to think of me. I absolutely am. I usually am when I have a hard on. But no lie, you're gonna fucking think of me tomorrow sure. morning when you wake up with a hard on. You're sure. gonna be like Mark Paul MP. I hope he's having the same great day that I am. This is my MPD. Nice, nice. What's in your smoothie? Uh, nothing like that. I mean, I, I have water, a cup of water, a cup of coconut milk, uh, a huge handful of spinach. Depending on what kind of day it's been, if I've worked out a lot or, or use, I'll put a little bit of uh, um, uh, bananas in. Yep. Uh, frozen. Boom. Uh, frozen blueberries, antioxidants. We do an organics? Yeah, of course. Always. Everything yeah. in our refrigerator is organic. And then... Uh, I will put in um, uh, Optimum Whey. It's this company, Optimum. Yep. And I, I put in whey, and it's got like 25 grams of protein in it. Boom. That's about it. Um, but I don't do these like really – like your yours is high tech. Yours is a kind lot of, of stuff. See, I'm trying to get all that nutrition from food. So the foods I eat throughout the day are just spinach, um, broccoli. I think that's great. Uh, chicken, all organic, just plain grilled chicken, organic. Uh, or steamed chicken, whatever. It's just as plain as plain. No, nothing on it. Yeah. Um, my breakfast is egg whites 
and some sort of I eat mostly paleo. Yeah, um, you're not eating a lot of processed stuff. A lot of like no processed stuff. stuff. Yeah, 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 nothing is processed. So oh, yeah. I stay away from dairy. I stay away from processed foods. Well, you know your protein's dairy. My protein is dairy. Whey protein. Yes, that's the only way I know. It bothers me, but Switch it's the only way to that I, brown rice or, but or I, uh, it doesn't have enough protein in it, and I have to like double up on this, uh, like triple, uh, oh, really? quadruple up on the on yeah, to get it. Whey is disgusting. I know it really is, <laughs> but there's a way that uh, I I haven't had a chance. I, I've been using, but I've been, with work, it's it's been difficult. But there's a way that is, doesn't have all the uh, antibiotics and all the yeah. uh, the hormones and all yeah. that stuff has been taken out of it. And so okay. Uh, really you know, clean way. This is going to sound like I'm just trying to push my buddy's uh, product, but Immortal Machine is so good. Immortal Machine. Immortal Machine. I'll give you some. Okay. you got Well, you got to text me and let me know. I'll, I'll, I'll text I, you. It, you Amazon? Uh, Longevity Warehouse. It's a weird raw vegan site, but it's great. Okay. It's it's the one thing that I, it, it makes me feel fantastic. But I, I love talking about this stuff. We can wrap it up. Dude, we should honestly we should talk about all this stuff because I we'll love nutrition. But I love hearing about all this stuff. Me too. So we will. You know who else did? Joel McHale. Oh yeah, he loved talking about this yeah. kind of stuff. Uh, but I, I think what, obviously what you're doing because we're great almost and, well, you're almost forty. I'm forty, and we're yeah, we're it's know, about that time. It's about that time. Well, uh, let's not tack this on too hard. We always end by talking about God. Uh, were you really raised religious? No. Or how do you feel now? <laughs> Are you disappointed? No. Oh no. I, I just, I'm as weird as I am about nutrition. I'll get even weirder about God. So okay. Uh, no, I wasn't. Uh, my mom was a Protestant. My father was Catholic. Something like maybe, that. Maybe something like that. I don't sure. know. We never. I, I went to a Lutheran school uh, from K to eight. So you learned the stories and stuff. Oh yeah, no more. No more. I was the only. I was one of two kids in my school that was not baptized. And really? I, yeah. Oh I was, wow. I was. Yeah. What about your kids? No baptism. Uh, no, my son. My my um, my. My older children, uh, Ava, seven, and Michael, ten, were not baptized. Decker was. Okay. So my wife, uh, Catholic, wanted background, you know. The ritual. Wanted, yeah. The ritual. Wanted it done. Yeah, we had it at the house. It was fun. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, sprinkle, sprinkle. Sprinkle, sprinkle. You know, that was uh, uh, developed because. Catholic or Protestant? Shoot, I think they're Protestant. If you did a sprinkle, that's a Catholic baptism. You sh- and, if she, really? and if she gave a shit and wanted to do it at a young age, that's a Catholic baptism. Okay. Protestant baptism, typically, uh, not typically, there's so many different types of Protestants. We're going to look at uh, older baptism. That's where you see the uh, old people getting baptized in the Jordan River. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's immersion. Right. You get right, dunked right, all okay, the way. Okay. Yeah. Uh, a Catholic thing is let's do it to the baby, let's right. save its soul right now, sort of thing. Right. That's more of a Catholic yeah. thing. Stealing kids to get them baptized, that sort of thing. Nice. You know what I mean? Like, who who just told that story? Stealing kids. Oh, maybe that was. Uh, me. It doesn't matter. So, what do you believe now? What 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 is all this? Uh, what do I believe in? Yeah. Uh, I believe that I should live a great fucking life, um, and be happy and, and, and be when I die that I don't have any regrets that I, that I, you know, live the life that, um, you know, that my children would, my friends, my children, my, my, my wife would, would speak well of me. Yes. Um, I believe that would you would comes around goes around um i believe in karma in a way but probably not in the, the literal whey protein yeah whey protein <laughs> um but no i just believe in being a good person i believe in being responsible for your fucking actions man i yes. hate these people that do shit and say well you know i read this book and now i'm saved it's great if that works for you but that doesn't work for me i i, I have more responsibility yeah, and you're not doing it for some sort of eternal reward. You're doing it for. No, it sounds like no. I don't think that I, that I. I don't think that there's a reward at the end of my rainbow. 
Um, I don't think that, uh, you know, if I do this good deed, I'm going to get rewarded for doing that. I don't really care about the reward yeah. because you want to. Yeah. You know, and because it, if I may, it sounds like you, your kids, your children, the ripples of your life, that is what we could call the memory of God or something, but not, sure. not, not a lifeguard God, not a man God sort of thing. No, I don't know. And if, 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 if there is, if there is a guy that's standing there, yeah. you know, and he's going to let me in through this gate, I'm, yeah. I'm hoping that I live the life that would allow me through that gate. Yeah. But I'm not expecting that to happen and I'm not. Working. And you're my, not living in fear. I'm not living in fear. Yeah, I don't live in fear. I've, I, I'd hate to die because then I wouldn't be around for my my family. Yeah, but you know, dying and then wondering whether or not uh, I'm gonna make it and live in luxury. But you're dying. Yeah. Okay. So I, no, I don't. Well, no, we're, yeah, we're, we're all dying. We're all dying. Yeah. But uh, you're dying. crazy. You see that with kids, you know? It's like you, I have a little six month old, and you're like, dude, you're already you're you're aging. You're looking at you. Yeah. It's nuts. It's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah, we're all dying. But if you knew you Somebody were dying, said that in Los Angeles. We were filming in Los Angeles actually the other day and we were talking about uh, – we were on the on, on the location in, in Los Angeles and the, the first AD is like, OK, gather around. We want to uh, do a safety meeting and this guy on a bicycle goes, uh, yeah, we need to all be safe because we're all going to die ah. one day. Uh-huh. But not today. Not today. Not but he was like, we're you? all going to die one day. We go to that punchline a lot on the show. We'll go like, laugh, you're going to die someday. Yeah. Uh, but that's the thing. That's true. Uh, and that's yeah. the thing. But to, to rid yourself of fear is, is, a, is a beautiful message. And also, so what I'm saying is if I was going to tell you that we've uncovered this thing, you're going to die at uh, uh, 10 o'clock tonight, um, when, you, when it's 9.45, you're not – how are we feeling? Uh, you know, I just had this. I, I just had this um, talk with Brecken the other day, Brecken Meyer, um, and I had a dream of a car. I'm driving his car now. I've had you on the. I know. Show. I almost. I, I know. Had, I know. He's uh, really gonna be mad. He should have come tonight. <laughs> We'll have to come back in. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Because when you text me, I was standing right next to him. I go, oh, look, who texts me? Uh, and he's like, who texts you? I'm like, Pete Holm. Uh, <laughs> he's welcome. We're going to have know, we'll, we'll, on. Well, you should get him by himself and then we'll come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. But I had this dream that I was in a car and I was driving it really fast. I might have been trying to get away from somebody through this mountain pass and took a turn too hard and the car went and launched off of the road. Tintu into style. TNT is the driving. Yes. In the air, weightless. And my thought was, oh, I'm going to die. And I was like, ugh. Ugh. You know, it was just (laughs) just that feeling of like, this is it. Yeah. And I wasn't, I was just bummed. Bummed because you really bummed because I, I want, I want to be around. I love, I love where I I guess it comes from a point of like, I love where I am right now. Yep. And I'm just bummed that I won't be able to live it out. Yeah. Um, because I like where I am. Yeah. And so if you told me that I was going to die at, nine, at 10 o'clock and it's 945, it'd be, it'd be really sad. Yeah. Be really, really sad. Um, and I, cause I still want to be here. You want to stand at the edge of tomorrow today? <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Such an asshole. <laughs> well, let's get you out of here. All right, buddy. Are you cool? Yeah, because I gotta. I'm gonna go prep my uh, episode. It's my I, first directing episode, so I'm, I'm like, fantastic. tomorrow's my last day. Huge courtroom scene with cockroaches and no way. seven people in a scene that talk and you know, thirty extras and stuff. So awesome. we, we hit it big. DGA best. Yeah, I got my DGA man. Best uh, insurance. Yeah. You're gonna is that right? It. Is the insurance better? Than I believe it SAG? is. That's what I've heard. That's right. what I've heard. Okay. Well, this was tremendous. And you feel good? Because I feel fantastic. I just want you're good. Over what? 
The whole thing. Yes, of course. I I just always yeah. ask. And the and the way we end the episode is uh Wait, is this going are people gonna hear this? <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna know that how many we, people listen to your podcast? I don't know. You do know. I know. How many how many on average listen to this podcast? Hundred thousand? Oh really? I, I is this li- this isn't live? No, 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 no. And you have to do you edit any of this? No, no. It no. just goes out like this. So I, somebody's gonna listen to two fucking hours of me talking. I mean, we've done four hour episodes. Before. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. That, people listen to that shit. I mean, I'm a big believer that it's over when you want it to be over. Okay. We get complaints that the show's too long, or we talked about nutrition. That's very interesting to me. Maybe it's not interesting to other people. Skip ahead. Fuck them. There's Fuck a, the there's audience. A button, uh, there's a button. There, well, there, there's a couple of different beliefs. Uh, you'll appreciate this as a director. Yeah. Uh, it's the Star Wars thing. Does George Lucas owe it to the fans? You know what I mean? Right. To continue Star Wars in the way that they want it? Right. Or uh, do you fuck the fans? I, I'm, uh, I, do, I don't say fuck the fans. And I try and find the appropriate way to be the right kind of George Lucas to the fans. But at the same time, when it's over, you know, you can turn it off. And thank you for listening as long as you did. But, sure. But I want to present the full thing. Right. That asinine, arguably asinine, somewhat self, uh, self-righteous discussion about my fucking douchey raw vegan shake and, and how everything in your refrigerator is organic – that here it is. I mean, take a look. It's it's weird. I hope it's not preachy. It's just what it is. This is the conversation that we had right. on this day. That's cool. On this planet. That's cool. Would you say I would love to do this again? You're welcome. Anytime. I don't know what we talk about because I basically that's my life. Uh, I know, but I, I, I it was a privilege and, and very mind blowing uh, with the with the overlap and, and I'm, I'm oh yeah, dude. I'm thrilled we, about we that. We should actually grab dinner. Let's do it. it when your lady friend. Comes oh yeah, into town. Little dub date. I'd love to. I w- I'm, I'm going to take you up on that. I can't believe you're dating Sarah Solomon. <laughs> Are you reading my face? I'm not dating Sarah Silverman. She's dating someone else right now. She is. She, I thought, isn't it open who she's dating? Okay. She's da- dating uh, KG. Kyle Grooms. Yeah. Are you dating a comedian? Not Kyle Grooms. You're Kyle Donegan. She's, she's not a comedian. I just Kyle Grooms is a different guy. She's not a comedian. Who? Sarah? Your girl. No, no, no. Okay. I would love to meet her if she exists. <laughs> Rigmas? Together. Forever. 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 <laughs> so I was like, oh, I knew I knew I heard that that's before. It's like all one. of a sudden it came up. That's up, an old one. That's an old one. Uh, would you say keep it crispy? That's how we end the episode. The guest just says keep it crispy. Keep it crispy. Okay. <laughs> you want to do my turbo tax voice? Yeah. Keep it crispy. And I'll do it as a baby. Hey, keep it, keep it crispy. Boom. We just we just did a real voiceover session. I love that. You say it again just because I want you to be the last one. You know, Keep it. You want an upbeat or do you want it? Can you give it to me, NYPD? Keep it crispy. <laughs> Great. <laughs> now leaving Nerdist.com. Thank <laughs> you.